Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. Sustained effort and violence. No, please. No, please. Everyone be quiet. Was that supposed to be funny? I got a little taco meat on my chest. Cool. Neat story. I want to shake his hand. 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 Family. Let's get to pumping. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville. 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And you can watch the show and chime in on facebook live and on youtube like the pirate radio facebook page and chime in there and we got a lot of great good uh, goodies there for you and on youtube a lot of videos up today from ecu pro day that you can check out on your own time and you can watch our live show there and uh, make sure you are subscribed to pirate radio tv all right uh man we got a ton of news a lot of audio to get to on today's program we'll talk pirate baseball as they got a big one against nc state today pirate football pro day earlier today and ecu basketball the exodus continues we are in a bad news cycle right now we need to get out of it and get into a good news cycle but we've got more news on ecu players entering the transfer portal on this tuesday charlie rhodes chandler honeycutt alongside jonathan ellerby kicking things off here on a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Hello, Ellerby. What's up, Clipper? How are you? I know uh, the tears of the Sugboat yeah. are flowing throughout the Pirate Radio studio. Are you okay? I'm worried about your mental well-being right now. It's been a uh, it's been a tough go at it, losing players from my teams, kind of starting with Freddie Freeman, of course, who uh, right. I've been uh, rooting for him for a long, long time. And now, as captain of the Sugboat, it was difficult to see today that Brandon Suggs announced he would be entering the transfer portal. But, of course, Ellerby, God only gives his uh, toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. And I feel like today I'm one of those soldiers and we'll be able to handle this. Well, and you are a captain. And uh, did, did you see the portal before the Sugboat hit it? Yeah, this is not a iceberg Titanic situation. So you felt as the captain of the sugboat, you felt like the the being like sucked into the port. Yeah, we go through many uh, drawbridges and, <laughs> and uh, things on the high seas, and uh, I did see. I pulled out my telescope and did see a portal. Portal ahead! Portal ahead! Was it like the Bermuda Triangle? Like you, like you were going in there? To well, disappear? my compass started like flickering, uh-huh. and like I could not control the boat, and it just went right straight towards this light. Did it, did anybody come on the sug boat and say, "I'm the captain now"? <laughs> did you did you hear? Have you, are you still the captain of the sug boat? Well, there is no boat. No. Oh, the boat has sunk. There's no sugboat in Greenville anymore. No. But there still could be a sugboat. Would will you continue to be a no. sug fan anymore? Uh yeah, I'm a sug fan. Right. But, but I'm not a captain no of longer captain. a sugboat. So uh so we need to get we need to get somebody else in here that you can be a new captain of. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I like for it, for it to happen organically. And I got a great idea for you. What's that? I uh, I did a little research in the transfer portal just to see who was available. Okay. One of the first names that popped up. Yeah. Sharif O'Neal is <laughs> okay. leaving LSU. 
Shaquille O'Neal is going to be here Friday in Greenville Clip. I'm just saying, it's a great opportunity for you to go old school, and I will give you permission to uh, spray paint a sheet and hang it over the Pirate Radio building. You know, should we put the full court press on? We have to the O'Neill the O'Neill boat. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> I, th- I think I think you I think you have an opportunity to get Shaquille O'Neal's kid here to Greenville to play for the Schwartz. I had such a fun time in Greenville. I've decided to make my kid go to ECU. <laughs> <laughs> what if he makes an announcement at, while he DJ? What's his DJ name? Shaq Diesel. 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 DJ Diesel. DJ Diesel makes an announcement in between really loud songs that uh, his son will be playing basketball at East Carolina. He makes his announcement right here. Man, that'd be and awesome. I got somebody here with me who wants to make an announcement. Sharif, get up here. <laughs> Dad, I, I want to go to Gonzaga. I don't Shut care up. where you want to go. <laughs> Shut up. You're going to I don't ECU. care where you want to go. You're coming here. It's purple and gold. Dad, I'm going to Kansas. No, you're not. So there you Says go. who? Would that, would that make you feel better if Shaquille's son came here? I really don't know much about him other than he's in the transfer portal from LSU. And his dad, she's killing him. But that still is pretty cool. Uh, well, when Freddie Freeman left, Matt Olson was a nice replacement. I don't know if we're going to have that for ECU basketball, but yeah, it made me feel a little bit better. I guess so. Do you think Shaquille O'Neal's son would be better than Ralph Sampson's son that came here? I've never seen O'Neal play. Robert Sampson was a pretty good player. Um, I don't know why Jeff Lebo gave him the ultimate green light to break threes. Every game, right? He had that long left-handed shot, and would just hit him off the backboard Ugh. and bruise the backboard. But he was a good player. I, I liked Robert Sampson. Here. So here's my other strategy too to maybe help you out with this sug problem you're having right now on the sug boat is that you know Mark Schwartz. I don't or Michael Schwartz has. Not, oh wow! Oh wow! Hey, you owed him. That uh, was a throw. That was a. That's punch for back. you, Jeff Charles. That wow. was a, that Called was him a punch by the back. wrong name. Coach Schwartz. <laughs> Can't go wrong right there if you call him coach. Um, he hasn't hired any staff yet. And maybe since the portal exits are going that way, maybe if he said, if you come and work for me at East Carolina, you have to bring at least one player with you. Well, he has not hired his complete staff yet. Is that what you said? Right. Has he hired a staff member? Did I miss He's some hired two today. LRB. According ah, to Pirate Radio's social media Gosh, I, I'm so sorry. I've, you've come to the right place. Yes. And uh, Please, just, carrying on the tradition of, of having people's names wrong, because I was looking up Jeff Goodman, and I searched John Goodman, the actor. <laughs> yes. Who, uh, <laughs> who's no longer with us, right? Why are you trying to kill John Goodman? Oh Sorry. You're off to a rough start. Are you today. sure? Stop disrespecting me, bro. <laughs> Don't do that. John Goodman is alive. Because and I, well. he's still on the Connors. Wait a Wait a, yeah, yeah, okay. And he's in um one of my favorite shows on HBO, The Righteous Gemstones. Okay. He is uh so, now he was shot in that show. Maybe that's what you saw. Man, shots fired at the sugboat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, East Carolina coach Michael Schwartz has hired Jake Morton and Riley Davis to his staff as assistants, and Jesse Higdon as director of basketball operations. A source has told Stadium. Boom. So there, there we you go. go. Still one assistant out there. That's going to be Frank Haith, Frank according to Chandler Hayes. Honeycutt. That's uh, wishful um, thinking. Is that on Chandler.com? But to your point, Ellerby, still another staff uh, spot out there. And right now, if I'm Schwartz, I'm seeing who has the best son that is available to hire right now. Uh, absolutely. Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back to Sharif O'Neal. An unofficial visit coming here on Friday at Doggy Jam. Can you imagine Shaq on the ECU bench? <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to get three chairs. 
we have to expand the bench. <laughs> Think of it this way. When we played Memphis, how cool it would be. Shaq versus Penny. That oh, would wow. be cool. Yeah. Say, I mean, we're like putting the uh, Blue Chips movie back together there, huh? By the way, I was taken aback over the weekend when I saw that uh, Memphis may be committed some violations oh really now, you were taken back by that here's my question yeah. can you really break any rules anymore and does the ncaa really have any rules with the nil now if larry brown's involved he could find a way to break the rules but what are the yes. what rules possibly could you break at the ncaa i mean what i mean like other than the kids just not going to school well larry is such a habitual rule breaker they're like larry you can now give the kids money and give them meals and he's like oh yeah well i'm gonna starve the kids he goes against every rule. But one of so. the teams in the Final Four ran a complete fake class scam. And so, I mean, if the Memphis kids aren't going, I can't think, what can the NCAA rule? I mean, were they paying players? Well, you can do that now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, seriously, what exactly could Penny Hardaway? I haven't read I mean, to, to it. me, I don't care. I, I know. I, did, I just, to me, it sounds very weird. I mean, when the, like the NCAA is coming to investigate, investigate what? You know, it's just like, here, here's the keys to all the buildings. Come, come look, whatever you want to do. Everybody's transferring after this semester anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, By the way, yeah, if you're just tuning in, Tristan Newton yesterday, Brandon Suggs today, both entering the transfer portal. Things happen in threes. Got a prediction? Um, Tremont Robinson White will also no longer be playing for East Carolina. There's a prediction. Brandon Johnson back. Prediction. RJ Felton. I'm going to say back. Gotta, there has to be a felt belt next year. Gotta be back. So uh, we will have a roster, and looking forward to see who Mike. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm in with this new basketball. Whatever. I, I, you can, I can yeah. complain about it. You can complain about it. But this is what it is. It's year to year now. It's not what we grew up on. We don't like it. But you, you, Jeff Charles says you, you change with the times. You get left behind. So I'm not gonna get left behind whatever this is basketball this is college sports now this is college basketball now i'm just going to deal with it and see who we have on the court next year for ecu if, if joe dooley would have stayed do you think these transfers are much better happening? chance that they stayed but okay. you i mean do you think one or both of them are still in the transfer portal i think they're probably both back and if you believe rumors that newton's brother's here too but i mean because Jaden gardner left so what does that under, mean? Under, we, we, yeah, I mean, you just never know. We're I mean, the nine seed again in the AAC. Maybe. I mean, I, I wish these guys would have come back, but right. I just, I just don't know with any certainty you could say that if Joe Dooley is still the basketball coach, that these two guys are in an East Carolina basketball uniform. Forgot you're the king of hypotheticals. I have a hypothetical to bring up oh, before you get out of here today. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll save it for later. Put an asterisk on it. But I did. Uh, yeah, and we got to make sure I remember that. Don't, don't forget this. You're, this is a huge cliffhanger right here. Do not forget. Okay. Do not forget. Don't. And you remind me and uh, Chandler. Chandler, you remind Ellerby to remind me. Yeah, and Shirley, you remind Chandler to remind me. Should we do one About more? What? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. John Sorry Moody wants to do one more sug sug. I guess we'll hit it one more time, Shirley. Sug, sug. I really tried to uh, find one where it was like sug, sug, but it was going to like a sinking. You okay, Clip? You look at the water. The, the Fred Sanford Couldn't there. Couldn't do it. You having the big one? Elizabeth. <laughs> Mike P. I'm coming, Elizabeth. Mike P. said more like ug, ug. 
Mm, yeah, it's pretty good. It's not his best, but Mike P always brings. I thought game. about this, Rohan. Rohan says, "Will you retain Sugboat captain status if he goes to the Bonnies?" I might have to jump back on board with both <laughs> if he goes to the Bonnies. Bonnies play tonight in Madison Square Garden, but I don't care because I've written them off. Uh, who are the two new assistants? I, I talked about that a moment ago. And uh, Steve says, "Cut Jonathan Ellerby's mic." Well, no, Steve, I'm not going to do that. Cut my mic. <laughs> get out of here what did i say i don't know i don't i don't know oh you killed john goodman probably that's what oh was he upset over that yeah you can't be killing guys in here i just you uh, can't kill dan connor are yeah. you saying if i would have said we'd have said dead or alive i would have been the only one to say john goodman was dead <laughs> yeah. in this room you also can't kill sarah connor no you can't yeah uh um, oh chandler's so young do you know who do you even know who john goodman is yes okay don't try to throw him under the bus. All right. <laughs> just, just playing around. Uh, Big Lebowski. Yeah. I, hey, look, I'm happy John Goodman's still with us. <laughs> that you, you up. You're, you're going to go home tonight. Hey, kids. Hey, honey. John Goodman's alive. Yeah, I think it should be the first question at AJ's Sports Trivia. On uh, You know, I've thought, of, thought about doing a, an alive or dead round. You should. Is yeah. this person dead or alive? Yeah, and just name an old name in sports. Um... Uh, Robert asking what so this is on me Robert so Mike Houston today we'll hear his comments and he talks about how everybody's here from the NFL to the USFL to the CFL to NASCAR and I thought it was like a joke like I thought he was making a joke like everybody's here even NASCAR and then I realized how many football players go to NASCAR right. and how many ECU people have got into NASCAR and I didn't realize it till I got back here because I would have liked to have asked, you know, wait, was NASCAR really out here and what are they looking at and who have they talked to? So, Robert, I do not have an answer to your question. What ECU players was NASCAR looking at at Pro Day? Huh. I think he was being serious I, when I he took that said, as a joke. I did, too. Do you think he was serious or a joke? I wasn't out there. But, I know. Uh, I'm trying to think through it. And he said it at the last minute and kind of chuckled a little bit. I don't know if – did he chuckle? Because I chuckled, but I don't know if, if he chuckled. If there is no chuckle, then he could be I think serious. He, Shirley, go. can you hit Mike Houston? They said at the very beginning. Do you have that ready? Uh, yes, I have it loaded up. Yeah, real quick. I'll give you my okay. answer right after this. All right, Coach. Well, uh, big day out here for dreams, I guess. Uh, your thoughts on how uh, Pro Day Ron North Wing. Just an exciting day for our program. And, uh, you know, Excited turnout we had from the NFL scouts and uh, you know CFL and uh, XFL and NASCAR and everybody else. So it's uh, a lot of people out here to see our kids. But um, I mean, there was no chuckling room. going on there. Nah, I'm going for real. That NASCAR was there. Dang, missed uh, opportunity by me. Clip uh, Troy's on the line. He says he's got an answer to that question. All right, oh, let's go let's... to Troy D on the Pirate Radio Live line. Hello, Troy, NASCAR expert. Hey, yeah, actually, that was for real. That's not a joke. I spent uh, about 15 minutes talking to Dustin Lineback, who was there representing Roush Racing, former ECU Pirate. Wow. And actually recruiting guys, handing his business card out to guys saying, look, best of luck. If it works in the NFL, that's awesome. If not, this is who I am. This is what we do. We uh, have athletes join our pit crew all the time. And he is in active uh, search for two new pit crew members. And uh, like a couple of the guys, I don't want to – Talk publicly, you know, as far as some of the guys he was scouting out there that he thinks are possibilities that would be a great fit for uh, his team at NASCAR. But that is for real. That he is. That's the first time I've ever seen a NASCAR representative there. Yeah. But uh, Dustin Lineback was there in person for that role with Ralph Racing. That's awesome. Our gas man talking NASCAR <laughs> at Pro Day. 
And Dustin Lineback, former Pirate linebacker, and uh, a good guy to have out there. That's pretty cool. And he's a current, you know, current Jack man on on the pit road. And he said that, that you know he's helping. He was with Hendrick, left Hendrick to help start uh, this new team over at Roush and. He's uh, really excited about the opportunity of bringing a couple uh, more East Carolina Pirates on board, which there's a great history. We know who Ed Watkins, one of our favorite people, really kind of started that trend 25 years ago with football players and athletes on Pitt Road. Now that's a uh, not a trend anymore. That's more the norm. So uh, these guys looking for athletes. It's very athletic what you have to do on Pitt Road. And uh, I talked to Dustin. We're going to get him on the show clip uh, over the next week or two. And nice. Talk to him about this. That's awesome. All right. Good stuff, Troy D. Good info. Sure thing. All right. All right, there he is, Troy D. You know what would be? He's cool. better not here than he is here. I know. Some I mean, great info there. I, I mean, he I'm, is on the ball there. I'm taking Sean Bailey, number one overall pick in the NASCAR pick. I got draft. Fernando Fry as a sleeper. I, I, yeah. Oh, don't you kind of wonder if you could run back the clock and watch some like '80s NASCAR and see what like the pit crews really looked like back then? To like little skinny dudes or something? Yeah, or, or just like you know, kind of like relievers in Major League Baseball in the '80s, kind of guys with pot bellies and just <laughs> it just the athlete aspect of it may not have been as important in certain aspects of uh, sports in the '80s. But uh, I don't know. That's that's interesting though. But uh, certainly. The faster you can uh, get in and out of the pits, it certainly helps you in NASCAR. Good question, Robert. I wish I was on that while I was out there, but Troy D was. So good stuff there. And uh, we'll talk to Dustin Lineback coming up, it sounds like, on Pirate Radio Live that, in the future. That makes it even more funny, though, that there was a few chuckles after he said NASCAR. Yeah. He's probably thinking, no, I'm being serious. What are these <laughs> idiots laughing at? <laughs> uh, a good bunch out here. Back to basketball. <laughs> back to basketball real quick. Al says the lack of continuity will set us back another three years unless the portal is instant production. Well, boy, if we're set back another three years in basketball, that's going to be a huge difference. What year are we in if we're set back another three years? <laughs> we're currently on our fifth decade of a setback, uh, uh, trying to get out of that. I hear what you're saying, Al, but I think now if you can uh, keep Johnson, keep Felton, maybe Reyes Small, this, this group of guys, it's all about who you bring in now. You got to recruit well in high school, but you can bring in a portal guy or two, and two years from now we could have a good team. It, it changes year to year now. I don't think it's like a, it's even a building deal anymore. Yeah, I don't. Can East Carolina basketball go? I mean, be set back? I mean, we're just yeah. we're, we're we're always at ground zero. That was my like. thing when Washington traded everything for RG three, and I kept hearing, "Boy, if this does, this doesn't work out, they're going to be, you know, this sets them back five years." from what missing yeah. the playoffs like what's the difference we've been set back let's try to go forward right uh, take, so. uh, east carolina can take tremendous risk in basketball <laughs> yeah tremendous i mean like 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 if you're playing roulette just bet on the green the phrase there's only two the phrase nothing <laughs> to lose where there's two chances to win just go high stakes trying to win on the green there. yeah so uh anyway so there's your uh your basketball news we'll talk more about it with Cy seymour coming up Later on in today's program, how about the Final Four, Ellerby? It is blue-blooded out with uh, the first-ever meeting in the postseason in the tournament between North Carolina and Duke. And, oh, yeah, a really good undercard with Kansas and Villanova. Yeah, a lot of good teams, and uh, I think the the ratings are going to be superb on Saturday. And I think you said that the sports bars – across the country especially in the state of oh, north man. carolina are, are just going to be tremendous and uh there's going to be some mad celebration either on franklin street or in durham somewhere after after that game because the stakes are high 
And I've talked to a few friends that are UNC fans and a few friends that are are Duke fans, and they're really tensed up about it. Oh, yeah, because yeah, this is it, right? They can, like, I can enjoy it because, I mean, I'm not going to lose sleep either way. I'm just hoping I can make it to the end of the game because it is going to be a 9 o'clock tip-off on a Saturday. I can probably do that. But uh, it, it is going to be high stakes and uh, back and forth. And ooh, I, do, you, do you think it'll be a good game, or do you think one of the teams is going to run away with it? I think it's got to be a good game because the first meeting was a blowout in Chapel Hill. The second meeting was pretty much controlled, especially down the stretch, but controlled by North Carolina. So I think we're due for a back and forth one here. And and one of the things that I think changes, and correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, they've kind of switched. This is the first time that in a tournament aspect that the teams will play in a dome. Sometimes in the in the in the this in those past, larger buildings in the, the in the elite eight games they're they're already in a dome but I think that because attendance had been so down over the years that they've gone back just to arenas up until it gets to the final four now so uh, I don't remember any of the you know Sweet sixteen elite eight games being at any uh, venues yeah because Duke where, was in San Francisco where the Chapel Hill was in, was in Philadelphia and then that was Philly there was so, one down in Texas somewhere so yeah, but, but there's a right. little bit there's a uh, yeah, I've heard them talk about it before like it's shooting in a dome yeah. when a court's in the middle of a football stadium and it's a lot bigger ceiling just a lot of different atmospheric you know things so who can handle uh playing in front of that and who can handle the pressure so uh, I really don't like that the, the final four you went to or have gone to were they in those bigger? Yeah, I've been. In, I've been in. I've been to three Final Fours, uh, two in in the Georgia Dome and one in Indianapolis. I was at the Indianapolis one when Butler missed the shot. So is that where the Colts play? Yeah, where the Colts play. Lucas Oil. And they had the court in the center of the field there. Um, the, Did you see anything? Could you see the game? Yes, where I, you were? I, I got you had good seats. The, the first time I went in 2007, I was in club level, which I thought was going to be good, but it was terrible. And it was they, they had the court in one end zone. Um, so it was before they had switched to putting it in the, at center center field. Oh, wow. In, in the middle, middle of the football field. And that was when uh, Florida uh, won the national title in 2007. And then um, I went in 2010 to Indianapolis. It was in the middle. And then I went again in 13 when Louisville won the national title, but no longer has the national title. <laughs> and uh that was in the how's that feel to see something that never really happened it didn't happen so (laughs) but uh, it was there and i did see a vander holyfield at the game so uh that that was the real deal so uh but uh, no it is if you don't have there's only about you know i mean as you can imagine probably 15 to twenty thousand really decent seats and then you're just there as a part of it so good stuff do you remember tyson holyfield chandler (laughs) that's a a throwback we kept talking about the tyson holyfield fight and, he, and finally after the whole discussion he was like so who is tyson holyfield i've no evander <laughs> we're talking about two different guys like tyson and holyfield yeah all right uh anything else lrb yeah. i've got my hypothetical we got mully who's about to come in yeah i mean uh you know pirates and pack today yeah hopefully cj uh, mayhew getting the start that's awesome i heard him in here on the uh players lounge lefty so i like it well, uh, we'll get Molly's thoughts on that. Yeah. All right. The hypothetical, the would you love would you rathers. I, I'm a big, I used to do <clears throat> would you rathers all the time. Ellerby, would you rather sleep in a recliner for a year and you get to wear anything you want to sleep? Or would you rather sleep in a bed for a year, but you have to wear jeans every night you sleep in that bed? Uh, jeans in a bed. Wow. Uh, without even thinking. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm that recliner's going to mess you up, your back and stuff? Uh, you know, I don't know. I just, I kind of like to lay on You're my You're wearing s- jeans now. Do you just wear jeans 24 <laughs> 7? I mean, maybe so. Maybe. Like he, well, he, I mean, he you gets up at a, like <laughs> a crazy hour, so he might as well be dressed. He when takes the shower, he takes his jeans off, and there's another pair of jeans underneath <laughs> it, and he hops in the shower. You, you ever seen the weird science movie <laughs> where the guys are fully closed in their jeans <laughs> in the shower? So you you have no problem with the jeans in the bed? I would rather be in a bed. I mean, I just yeah. I, I don't sleep well, and like I, I don't think I sleep at all really on cars or airplanes or really. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to be really. I mean, I guess I could get used to it if I was in a recliner, but I. I I would much. I, I prefer stretching out in a bed. Are you a recliner? Do you go recliner? And why did you come up with this question? I heard it somewhere. Oh. Um, I my initial thought was bed. I just think that recliner would mess you up over time. Yeah, Unless I just, you could find a, a sweet spot. Like I can sleep in a comfortable recliner. And they have some awesome recliners I've sat in at Baltic yeah. Sug that go all the way, way back. I mean, like, I've sat in some, and it's really cool. But I think, ultimately, being able to roll over, toss and turn, and, yeah. and then, ultimately, if you need to get up really quick, too, it's easier to roll right out of bed. <laughs> you okay. know, like, you're talking 365 nights. I mean, yeah. that, I mean I'm mean, i going I'm going right. to bed. Good answer. You know, That's your answer. So, Appreciate I'm sticking it. to it. All right, thank you for participating. See you next week. Good stuff, Ellery. Enjoyed it. Who's right. your pick to win it all? I had Arizona, but I still I think you know Chandler's going to win the pool here. He is. But uh, I, I believe I'm in second place with. Uh, I'm tied for second. Oh, hey, is this it? This yeah, is the, the basketball brains. Yes, all right, absolutely. So I, I got Duke advancing to the final to, that was going to lose to Arizona, but uh, so, so I could, we're battling for second because so I could, have, do you have anybody left. Yeah, I got Kansas winning it all. Oh, so wow. I could still get some points, but you can't catch Chandler. I think uh, I would be one point behind Chandler is the best I can do. Mm. So Chan Man has won it. So we're Mathematically, look, yes. We're looking at the uh, not the panel. What do you call it? You know, looking at the brains of the With operation. The bronze, silver, gold. The, the brackets. <laughs> nah, whatever. All right, we'll take a timeout. Yeah. Come back when we return. Mike Mullis joins us. Hypothetical from Mully. Did you know we're nine days away from the start of Major League Baseball? Andrew? Is it nine days? What's opening? Opening day. Next opening? Thursday. Man, that's exciting. Yeah. I like that they pushed back the season, so now we get championship next Monday, a couple of days with whatever, and then boom, Major League Baseball's here. And plus Harold Varner and the Masters. That we, I mean, that's that a, day as well. That's, that's I mean, it's going to be next Thursday. We have to do like a watch-along party here. It's going to be a lot to go we on. have a lot going on. I like it. Yeah. All right. We'll take a time out. Come back. A lot more to get to on Pirate Radio Live. Did I mention that we have comments from Mike Houston, Tyler Sneed, Jaquan McMillan, Bruce Bivens, and DJ Ford from earlier today at Pro Day. We'll get to that as well on our show. We're back with you after this. listening to hour one of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by university pc care your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs visit universitypccare.com to learn more today now back to the show Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Well, Copy Pro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year, and they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. 
Now let's head back in to PRL. And as we head back into the show clip, I do have a little bit of local news for you. I love local news. Uh, of course, uh, Terquavion Smith, who played uh, his high school ball at Farmville Central High School, has portal, announced... Portal, 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 No, he has announced he is uh, his intention to begin the process of entering the NBA draft. Huh. So he is planning not to return to NC State well, next year. second best news, I guess, I could get. That yeah. he's not going back to State. I NC mean... State also losing Manny Bates. To yeah. That yeah. It's uh, Portal Day, National Portal Day across college basketball. Mike Mullis shakes his head. Molly, how you doing, man? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Are you a sleep in the recliner? With uh, I'm sleeping in the recliner with, yeah, no, that's a jeans. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> jeans? LRB, as you would say, Molly, he's a different cat. He's a different cat. He's a different cat. I can sleep just about anywhere, so a recliner wouldn't bother me no, at all. I, and I'm thinking like, I'm going, I mean, high quality. I'm not talking yeah. like, you know, a $99. I'm talking like a big league recliner. Yeah, if I got my recliner and my dogs are in my lap, I'm gone within five, Gold, five minutes. Golden. All right. Uh, Susan Dean's checking in. Hashtag Fire Matt Rule. Of course. Chandler, did we talk? I think we did. Did we talk about the, uh, did you see the picture of all the NFL coaches? They do their annual picture where oh, they're all chilling oh together. Oh, God. It wasn't that bad, dude. He looks like a bum. <laughs> he is a bum, and he's look. He looks like he ate he one looks, too many packs it, it of Oreos. Like he's gained fifty pounds since we introduced him as our. Head coach. He is a sloppy looking dude. Well, here's, sloppy. I feel like y'all are describing me right now. I mean, wrinkled jeans. No, we're jeans? not describing you, Matt Rule. That that's him alone. That you know that picture says football coach. I mean, <laughs> if that isn't a football coach right there, what is? And then, unfortunately, Sean McVay who I did not realize was absolutely uh, jacked. It's like a couple spots down from him looking like like I just won the Super Bowl. This is what a Super Bowl coach looks like. Yeah, <laughs> I, That's pitiful. So uh, Panthers fans are finding new ways to hate on Matt Rule, and, and this is the latest. That, that's, not a, that's, that's self-inflicted. Yeah, true. Shirt tail out. Shirt I mean, tail out. Pants are wrinkled. He dresses like me. God. No. This isn't good. Yeah, he looks no, no, fat no, no. and stinky. Also, Molly, who is the head he coach? He looks like he just rolled out of bed in his jeans. <laughs> He's a jeans bed guy. Yeah. Who's the head coach of the Houston Texans? I have no idea. Lovey. I didn't either until I saw old Santa Smith, Lovey Smith. Oh, I did know that yeah. now that you mentioned that because as he was named, the whole talk was about the Santa thing. Yeah, he's got the uh, the beard right. Yeah, that's a, that is a serious beard. Yeah, it looks good. You know that's got to be a food catcher. <laughs> no doubt no food catcher if i've ever seen one uh save it for later well you were out at pro day today yeah just for a little bit man it was raw i tell you i told chandler before the show i don't know if i've warmed up yet it was cold yeah my toes were still fighting uh yeah it was it was it was brisk and then you look at dj ford out there with a t-shirt and shorts and, well, and that was what i made that comment after it was over that um some of the guys you know they were kind of getting wrapped up with people talking to them and I would have had to say, listen, man, can you give me one second? I'm going to go put on some sweats. And, you know, the guys, you can see the goosebumps popping out. They're just out there freezing. But, yeah. uh, I mean, they're out there in their freaking underwear, you know, running around. So, I'd, uh, yeah, I would uh, I'd have to say, give me one second. Plus, off, I'd be super self-conscious about standing there, you know, like. But if I was built like some of these dudes, I'd never wear clothes. That's a good point. I'd go naked the whole time. Well, I'd rock a little something down there. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on. <laughs> okay. Uh, big day for those guys, though. Love that they get those eyeballs in front of them. I'm trying to find the four teams that were not out there. I don't think the Panthers were out there. So I can bash them like Deion Sanders did for uh, the the scouts that missed Jackson State Pro Day. 
Yeah, you know what? Nothing would be more Panther-like than just to not be in the at, home state. In the home state, <laughs> that would be exactly. I mean, that's an easy little day trip. You know, hey, let's run down to Greenville, check it out. At least, just if nothing else, because it is only four hours away. The L.A. Chargers guy is running the drills, and right. you can't get the Panthers guy here just to, right. Just to have a free firehouse sub. It's terrible, right? What are we doing? It's a joke. It's a, it's a complete joke. They're clearly not ironing clothes. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> I tell you what. Those slacks were so wrinkly, man. We never know how good we got you know it. What? And the thing is, Matt Rule makes enough money. He can afford to buy like the wrinkle-free material. Oh, he you know what beat. I mean? If it, it be a slob roll, but you can buy. There are plenty of pants that you can buy that are a wrinkle-free type deal. I mean, come on, man. And they're actually making T-shirts now for dudes with bellies. Oh, he yeah. He could have rocked one of those and at least cleaned it up a little bit. Dudes with bellies and also the uh, the plumber's crack, uh, they take away that, too, yeah. with the T-shirts now. So, anyway. Anywho. Did you see, uh, I don't know why, well, we're talking NFL. Both teams will be assured of a possession in overtime in the playoffs. What's wrong with that, Molly? No, I'm just saying, wow, what a great idea. Whoever kind of been thought, talking about that who, for a few whoever, decades. Whoever thought of that? Yeah. You know what? And they the thing is, they probably got together, and this was some high-level – there were millions of dollars of salary sitting around a table trying to make this decision. You're right. When it's the biggest no-brainer in the history of all of sports. They're still not going to do it for regular season. Which is stupid. But they're going to do it for postseason. That's dumb. All right. Uh, let's see. Let me get the NFL. Each team of possession only in the postseason. The rule for the regular season will remain unchanged. You know, those regular season overtime possessions don't mean nearly as much. If the score... Yeah, right. If the score remains tied in the postseason after each team has had a possession, the game will be sudden death. So, in the uh, that's terrible. This is the Josh Allen Bills Chiefs rule. That's just after terrible. last year. Terrible. Uh what? 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 They play it out. Those teams on the field don't want to go to sudden death. So how do you play it out? You you play it till you, you have just a keep going. They get a team. Yeah, or you, you go you, time or even what? if you do. All right, they score. They kick a field goal. We should have a chance to score a touchdown. You're saying like the second time. Yeah, around. the second time around. Yeah, you know, not just they get the ball. So boom, you know they. Yeah, they, I kind of yeah, I, I could see that. I, I mean, imagine you know trip to the Super Bowl or a trip to the postseason on the line. And it's decided that way. We saw that. It's terrible. It's well, that's going to happen. And then we're going to go back to that table with the millionaires. And right. Maybe they'll come up with a yeah. new decision. Right. Uh, NFL draft is about a month away. So that's on the calendar. We are a week and two days away from opening day in Major League Baseball, Molly. So the draft is when? The NFL draft? Yeah. End of April. Okay. About a month away from that. We are a week and two days away from the Masters, Molly. Now the Masters will be fun. Where uh, HV? Have you seen this? It's like uh, coaching searches or whatever. They they did like the flight tracker on Tiger to try to find out where he was. I guess is he in Augusta? I had heard. I'd, I don't know if that's official. I hadn't talked to him. Uh, why not? How about the picture of uh, your boy uh, Ron Rivera with HV three? Said my buddy, my buddy HV three, wishing him the best. That's uh, right. Hard earned. That's right. And you won't see him with Matt Rule. I can guarantee you that. Tiger Woods arrives at Augusta there ahead it of is. Masters. So he's going to practice practice to see if he can play physically next week. I'm going to say this, and this is going to really tick off some of the golf purists, but I'm going to say it anyway. You know what? If that cat wants a cart, get let him have a cart. 
I mean, let, it, look, for what he's done for the game, let him have a card. Well, that wouldn't be fair to the other golfers. Well, we've seen it before. Casey Martin. Casey, and, I know. I was going to bring that up. And he had the same. I mean, he, obviously, Casey was born with a defect, and, and, and that's a you know a disability. That's a different situation. But now the, the, the net result is the same. Remind me of that, Molly. Did they allow him to have a card yeah. on the tour? Yep. Okay. Talk about John Daly? No. <laughs> now, they, they did have John Daly. Uh, John Daly was able to use a cart that one time because of a knee surgery that he had. Huh, I didn't remember that. Yeah, I, okay, but, well, if there's a president set, then well, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. But, I agree with at you. At Augusta? Well, no, see, that's, no, a, no, that's uh, a whole different animal. Yeah. Augusta is not a PGA Tour event. No, it's, it's a private. It, it's, a, it's an invitational. So if Augusta well, says... If Augusta they says, made their own rules then. 100%. If Augusta says Tiger gets a cart and a range finder and he can wear shorts and a cutoff shirt, <laughs> then Tiger can do all those things. Yeah. Now we can, and the other golfers can complain about it, but oh well. Yeah, go home. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like they told Phil. Yeah, Phil. Hey, we don't. We're good on you. Now, of course, there's a lot of uh, conspiracy theories that Phil's actually suspended uh, without anybody necessarily coming out and saying it. But again, this isn't a PGA Tour event. If the folks from the Masters right. wanted him there. He would be there. He'd be there. Yeah. No doubt about what it. What would he be suspended for? All oh, the stuff he came out talking said against the he said his words. words. Yeah, he came yeah. out. Well, his words were pretty powerful at, at the uh, at the cost of the PGA Tour as far as, you know. They're greedy? Him, well, him trying to kind of move players and, you know, steer folks away from the PGA Tour over to this secondary tour, the money tour. So the PGA Tour feels like he's working against them. So Yeah, like, I mean, so it's like, right, well, okay, we'll yeah, we don't need you. And he's, I mean, he's washed up anyway. So it's, it's. He won a major last year. He sure did. And he missed a cut a boatload of times after that. He's past his prime. Yes, he did. We win still a major. want him there. I don't. Okay. I mean, I, I, and I've got a really dear friend who's a Phil fan, but, and it's fun. The best thing about having Phil in the field is I can always make a bet that I can win. Because that guy's always going to yeah, take Yeah, he'll Phil. always take Phil. So I'll bet against him every time. <clears throat> so it's easy money. Who are your? Uh, who's gonna? Y'all do? What kind of pool are you gonna be in this year? I don't know. We hadn't even gotten that far yet. Still, I'm yeah. sure you're gonna draft guy, take some guys, or whatever. So who? Uh, who's on your big board? <sighs> I, you know what? I, Dustin Johnson, man, he played good. Scotty Scheffler, nobody's hotter right now. Who's the? Who do they he, he's say? He's coming off a win, right? Yeah, he's won twice this year. Who do they say hasn't won one that? Uh, has it won? It's not DJ. It's uh, is it Ustazen? No, it's an American. I mean, I think Brooks Kepka is a is a is a guy that could be right there. Um, DeChambeau, maybe? No, no chance. Nah, is he even playing right now? Yeah, he played. He played this past week and didn't do anything. Well, yeah. uh, maybe weekend before last. Hey, he look, man. He swings it so violently, and now he's having wrist and back and whatever. Well, no, I mean, he's that long drive guy. He just. Yeah, I mean, and he was—he was a good player. I mean, he is a good player, but, but I don't care how physically fit you are. I don't know that you could put that much torque on your body that, that many times. I mean, we saw it with Tiger. Nobody swings harder than Tiger did back in his time during his heyday, and it finally caught up with him. You know, it's like watching a guy throw a hundred. At some point, you know, you got to expect a breakdown. Looking at the uh, rankings right now, Scheffler number one. Yeah, that's weird. Rom and. Morikawa. Morikawa has not won the Masters, has he? He I won. Think so. You know, the thing with Scheffler that makes it hard to kind of maybe take him seriously is it's just close enough to Stifler that it's like Scheffler is a is a is a bad last name for a 
Big time. Athlete. Would you like him more if his name was Scott as opposed to Scotty? Yeah, Scotty Scheffler just sounds. It sounds like, like a little punk kid. It sounds like the. It sounds He's like in trouble. Oh my Stifler. God! There comes yeah. Scotty down the street again. Here yeah. comes Scotty Scheffler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If his name was Scott Scheffel or something, I mean, you know, you go okay, all right, but Scotty. Scheffler. And he's going to the prom with Scotty Scheffler. <laughs> yeah. Do you still take Finau because he's your oh, guy? Oh yeah, that's my guy. But you Scotty know he's Finau. not going to win. Yeah, that's like having uh, Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. So there's a guy talking at a bar right now saying, "Hey, I got this Finau guy. I know I can win some money off him because he'll always take Finau." Talking about you. Yeah, but I, but I'm going to be smart with it. I'm going to say Finau is going to finish in the top ten yeah. or something. But I'm not going to do that. Right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Chandler, you're heading out of town when? Next, uh, next Thursday. So next Wednesday. Maybe we'll do – will you be in our little shindig? Sure, love to. Let's do next Tuesday. Let's do a draft. Okay. Okay. All right. right. We did fun. one last year, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. I won. I didn't get invited. Last – I know. That's why I won. Last year we did – we drafted our team and actually did combined scores. Like we did points. If you make the cut, you get a little bonus – you want to do winner take all? I, we'll, we'll do whatever you guys want to do. Right. I'm not going to be the new guy and change the rules. I'm in. You're going to be the new guy and complain about the rules. I won't say a word. <laughs> I'll just beat you with your rules. Ain't going to say a word. Ain't going to say a word. I'll just beat you with your rules. You got a few more minutes to hang out? Sure. All right. We'll talk some pirate baseball and more when we return on Pirate yeah. Radio Live. What you got, Chandler? And I think Shirley might have an update on some of the schools that are interested in Tristan Newton as well. I think well, I'm not actually, interested in that. Yeah, well, it, it, is that, that, that everybody? That list would include everybody? There are quite, uh, according to StockRisers.com, um, and has been in contact with Tristan, Gonzaga, Wisconsin, Washington State, South Carolina, Georgia Tech, Georgia, Xavier, um, there's a couple of other ones. One school not mentioned. Texas A&M. Correct. Interesting, because they already got them. Because Rock's already got them. I don't know that to be true. No, you know what though? That's a good, they play tonight, right? A&M. They're in, uh, in MSG. Four. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they got. Uh, they might have the Bonnies. No, Who, Bonnies play Xavier. Whose phone is rang more today? Tristan's family's phone or Coach Dooley's phone? With people, I'm gonna say calling on, on oh oh on his behalf. Correct. Oh yeah, calling sure. him to you know. I thought fine. you meant Dooley about a new job. No no no. Yeah. Uh, and where maybe Tristan's waiting to see where he ends up, and that's a possibility. Uh, Mike says, "Would Tiger Woods rather walk the golf course in golf shorts or take a cart in jeans?" That is a good one. <laughs> that's we'll, a good we'll one. Ponder that. You one. know what I say? Let let Charlie Woods play. If he, if Tiger doesn't play, put his son in. And let his son play. Now that would be cool. Could the I Masters, think that would be cool. If no. Molly wants you to become a billionaire with all the businesses you got going, could you buy your way into no. the? They wouldn't go that no. far. No, I'm not getting in. Right, but I mean, even saying they make their own rules, how? No, they. How they, out there would they be with just allowing some? Okay, to here, play? here's the greatest example I can give. A few years back, there was a protest about some um, their their uh, membership. Yeah, the lack of diversity. So all the advertisers pulled out, and the master said, "That's okay. We'll host a tournament with no commercials." Ah, so okay. So they 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 literally make their own. I mean, you know, they make azaleas grow when nobody else can make an azalea grow. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they kind of have some juice. All right, fair enough. We'll take a timeout. Come back. Have more for you on Pirate Radio Live. We're back after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get wrinkles? Uh, get rid of wrinkles, I should say. Tighten and lift your skin. Matt Rule does. Yeah, okay. Uh, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair. Or are you just interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. All products and services are on sale now at the Spring Extravaganza running on through April 8th. Visit beautybarmedispa.com for more information. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All righty. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes. Welcome back into the show. Coming up in about 10 minutes, Cy Seymour will be on. We got a Mully laugh over there? Mully's chuckling over here. Shirley, you know, I, I, I give credit where credit is due. <laughs> And I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> I mean, that, 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 that I, I was screwed a, it up. That was I? a tough one to read. I can I can understand that. There, it's a there, new client too. There's so a she's lot not used to the live. There's live a lot read. of a uh, lot of information there, but a lot a lot of information. And I forgot to mention. Do you want to get? Rid. I was get rid well, of wrinkles. Do you want wrinkles? wrinkles? Okay, fine. Look bad, but if you want to get rid of those, <laughs> yeah. go see these folks. We got a yeah an option. Beauty, right, beauty yeah. spa. And I'm also still trying to adjust to wearing bifocals. <laughs> so Molly, you're not you, know, you got a lot of ideas. Here's an idea that I had. Um Brotox. Mm. Botox, Botox for the men. Yeah. Okay. Just putting it out there. Oh, okay. Now your brain get working and see what we can do with it. Brotox. Okay. All right. I think as, as easily accessible as a man's ear? I think you've pretty well um done it i mean you've you've placed the label on it and that's yeah. you know now what's, now the, what's my next move well you, you maybe you go to get brotox in a place where you can get you know get a beer there's a ball game on it's kind of a it's a sport clip kind of thought process for Here we go for for brotox we're going somewhere with it yeah uh si seymour coming up he's going to tell me and everybody else to look and listen L- look look L- listen well i'm telling you don't look now uh-oh but, but alec burleson is heating up ladies and gentlemen Yes. Did you see the other day the hit off Scherzer and DeGrom? In the same game. How about he hits a homer Monday against the Marlins? Oh, nice. Burley is heating up Mike yep. Mullis. Good to see. Yep. No, we actually, uh, Malcolm Gray and I just had that conversation that he had kind of struggled. And they say struggled early. He, the, the numbers weren't there, but he had good at bats, you know, largely. Uh, but then he kind of broke out, had a two hit game against two Hall of Famers, and, uh, you know, that'll get you going. No doubt. Saw also Gavin Williams throwing, and the uh, the tweet said, "Do you want to see Gavin Williams strike out three batters in ten pitches?" And I did, so I watched it, and uh, good to see that big donkey, as you'd call him, Molly. Big donkey. He, he is a, a donkey. donkey. Uh, how about today, Molly? C.J. Mayhew getting the ball for East Carolina. Mayhew is a guy that can go extended. Uh, when you bring him in out of the bullpen, but he has uh, never really been a starter. Yeah, well, and you won't. It doesn't matter. I mean, this is going to be Johnny Holstaff. You're going to see both teams run a bunch of guys in and out. And I mean, at least I would imagine. And that's, you know, Cliff likes to move him anyway. Uh, so I think this is one of those deals where maybe, you know, Mayhew goes out, gives you a couple innings. Hopefully, you know, hopefully you can grab a run or two and, um, you know, kind of ride that to the barn. But I, I mean, I would. I would expect this to be a uh, – uh, there will be some run scored. Now, I, you know, hopefully our offense can keep up. Right. Uh, but, you know, Georgia, uh, uh, State coming off a big sweep of Georgia <clears throat> Tech over the weekend, 
You know, but that's a good time to get a team. You know, kind of like we saw uh, Charleston coming off beating Texas uh, so last weekend, so or two weekends ago. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Pirates putting together a four and one week last week. That one came most recently, so yeah. it kind of leaves a bitter taste in your mouth. But uh, East Carolina State today, uh, Tommy Tanks. We get to see him live. Yeah. I guess he's cooled off a bit, at least hitting home runs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but the it, well, there's no way he could have kept that pace up. Yeah, you know, I mean, he was putting up video game numbers. So, uh, yeah, no. But it, uh, kind of a not kind of a really cool story, and and I think there is a lot of uh, curiosity around uh, around that. And, and obviously, anytime these two teams get together, it's a little it's a little unfortunate that get, that the game had to be moved up due to you know it's it's quite chilly out and with the wind blowing and when the sun when the sun gets down, it's gonna be it's gonna be brisk. But um, you know, it, it, it's always fun when those teams get together. I'm thinking about the middle innings. Uh, we'll see a pretty nice crowd there. People get out there. Obviously. I mean, I, I would bet you'll still see, you know, 3,500 folks, something like that, be my guess. Uh, all right. So, ECU baseball going on. We'll follow that one once it starts at uh, 430. Got a lot of ECU Pro Day interviews with Mike Houston, Tyler Sneed, Jaquan McMillan, Bruce Bivens, and DJ Ford later on in the show as well. Uh, some NFL notes, Molly. I saw that. Marquez Valdez-Scantling is a chief. Of course, Devontae Adams is a Raider. And now I saw a headline today that uh, the Green Bay Packers uh, need some speed in the room at receiver. They need a receiver. Yeah, I mean, they, they, that, that's a great article. <laughs> I mean, did, but did Matt LaFleur just realize this? I, I don't think it's a need, they need speed. They need bodies in the receiver room right now. Well, his, uh, his old buddy Randall Cobb is there. So uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be throwing a lot to old man Cobb, it appears. That, yeah, that, that is a recipe for nothing. That is uh, That room went from one of the best. And really, it was just Adams. But right. with, with him gone, there is a major void. So uh, maybe something they address in this year's NFL draft. We shall see. Yeah. I, I, but again, I don't, man, I don't know. And this year's NFL draft um, is, there's less names than I remember in quite a while. I mean, a few years ago, we had all those quarterbacks kind of coming out. Now we really, you know, one or two, whatever. Um, I'm interested to see what, do the teams that desperately need a quarterback take them or do the I teams so. that have an old quarterback like washington right now you could say doesn't need a quarterback because they have Wentz and heineke but do they take a guy early there's no need for them to right but and there's a lot of cases like that around the league right now well like the saints have james James. and carson palmer i mean uh andy dalton right (laughs) yeah andy dalton they could bring carson palmer back it could but andy dalton and james i mean that's and james is on a short-term deal neither one of those guys are i mean it's the it's falcons kinda, have Mariota. you would think they would draft a it's kind of similar to what you just said with washington with how i mean th- that's four guys if those if between the saints and the and what the commanders, the commanders Molly. i can't sack all right you know, fine that's like the guardians the cleveland I, anyway you could take those four guys and basically just let them swap unis and they're there there's no pretty much there's nothing to get you real excited about in any of the four of them and that's my point do they go out and draft a guy I, I, but what are you taking this draft that gets you excited well the panthers and chandler and that crew wants malik willis after what they saw at pro uh, look i, I uh, 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 if i was going to pick one that would be the one i would take really but but again i don't I'm not jumping up and down about that. Yeah, and the Panthers, it was uh, – it's crazy to me how no games happen, but these pro days happen, Molly, like we saw today. And your mind can change so much. And who knows what these teams are really thinking. But there was a talk like, well, there might not be a quarterback drafted in the top ten. To now, 
man, are the Panthers that ain't to move up from six to get a quarterback? Like I, can't, the, I just can't imagine there's one that that, that is that sexy that would go yeah. higher than that. I mean, but you know, again, uh, who knows? And last year, wasn't it the 49ers that they talked about Mac Jones all offseason that Mac and the 49ers is going to be a great connection, and they end up drafting Lance uh, top three or whatever. So I did really see a, uh, I did see like a mock trade that had uh, Christian McCaffrey going to San Francisco for uh for Trey, for Trey Lance. Yeah. And a couple of the guys sprinkled in there. Which that now I would take that deal right now. I want to say that San Francisco jumped up to three and everybody was like, all right, here here they're gonna Mac get, Jones. They're gonna get Mac Jones yeah. here and then it was Trey Lance. Would you rather have Trey Lance or Jimmy G? Jimmy the, G. The it, known or the unknown? Yeah, Jimmy G at least you know what you got. Yeah. And, and he and he's not a I mean He's the serviceable NFL quarterback. He he would be a vast upgrade from anything that the Panthers have had in quite a while. Yeah, I know. I, I've said before that I would like to have J- Jimmy G. Um, so, yeah, I, I'll go Jimmy G over the young buck who hasn't had that much experience. Yeah, you just don't know what you're getting. Molly, thanks for hanging out on this Tuesday. No, I enjoyed it. Enjoy talking sports with you. Yeah, always. Masters draft next Thursday. Brotox next Friday. We'll, we'll have a meeting? Yeah. And we may go have treatment. Not only am I a whatever, I'm a client. Yeah. I'm a, what did they say in those commercials? Uh, a member. Not only am I the president, I'm a member. Yeah. I get these because uh, I don't want wrinkles. I tell you what, the uh, the mustache is strong. <laughs> is it? It's showing a little gray though, Biggin. A touch of gray. Biggin. <laughs> <laughs> a touch of gray. The only thing warm today was my upper lip out there in <laughs> <laughs> Pro Day. I was I freezing, can... and up here I was like calm as a cucumber. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. All right. Well, okay. Thanks for noticing. Take a time out. Come back when we return. Size Seymour. Can he spin these last two days into a positive? We shall see. With Brandon Suggs and Tristan Newton out, we'll talk pirate hoops when we return. And Final Four after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. From sales to service, Greenville Auto World has all of your vehicle needs covered. Shop all of their inventory now at greenvilleautoworld.net. If you're also looking for someone to service your vehicle, they have a full service and repair facility. They do brakes, oil changes, tires, inspections, and can repair any kind of vehicle. Greenville Auto World, across from Speedway at Bells Fork and online at greenvilleautoworld.net. Thanks to Tim Sutton and Jim Rogers for their sponsorship of the program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Rock. Pirates and Pack going at it. 4.30 at Clark LeClaire Stadium. We got a lineup, and we'll give it to you now. Leading off, Mr. Tilt-A-Whirl himself, Bryson Whirl, playing center field and left, hitting second, Lane Hoover. Batting third, moving up in the lineup to his old spot because he's been hitting well. Playing first base, Josh Moylan. Oh, Alex good for him. Makarevich will be on the hot corner today and hitting fourth. Hitting fifth will be Jacob Jenkins Cowart. He is your DH. Zach Agnos is at shortstop today. Uh, he will be hitting sixth. Carter Cunningham, seventh in right field. Jacob Starling, they're using that bat of Jacob. Uh, he will be hitting second, uh, or excuse me, playing second. 
and hitting eighth and catching today aiden edwards have we seen him in a lineup so far this year? I don't think so. We knew that that catcher room was stacked and had a lot of depth. We've, we've seen, seen Crystal, N- we've Newton. seen Wilcoxon, and we've seen Newton. And now it looks like there's another one, Aiden Edwards, getting the start against the Wolfpack. Interesting. So he'll be batting ninth today. And on the mound, CJ, you know Mayhew, you, da- you damn Mayhew right. You – you know, Hugh, you damn May right. May Hugh, damn Wow. CJ, you know Hugh. May Hugh, damn you. <laughs> damn. Damn. A burglary. A Somebody help me out. So, you know Hugh, you damn right. You may Hugh. <laughs> you, you may you know Hugh. You know May Hugh, you know damn right. I think that's what I was trying to get to. Uh, I do have, um, of course, we're getting close to the end of March, and which March. means that is going to be the end of Mustache March. So the final four. The end of this is March. The final four for the Mustache uh, voting for ECU baseball has been set. The final four participants: Jake Hunter, Jacob Jenkins Cowart, a couple of newcomers on one side, and then Zach Agnos and C.J. Mayhew on C. the J. other side. <laughs> may you who damn right yeah, may you damn right so you got one side of the bracket well of newcomers one side of the bracket old vets and I, vets. I i told you that dark horse was going to be jacob jc so another relief pitcher for the pirates making a start midweek are you changing subjects from mustache he hung a left okay i i just wanted to mention that earlier and then y'all jumped on the mustache train right yeah right, because they better be glad that clip brock's not in that bracket i'm saying I'm just saying. You know, um, <laughs> JJC warming up with a football as uh, we're getting some good video from our Pirate Radio team. Who we got out there? Content, Content junkie. junkie. Jenny, maybe. I think Jenny might be out there. And I believe Morgan's out there. Oh, Morgan. intern Morgan. Intern, intern Morgan. Intern Morgan yeah. who on her birthday. On her 21st happy birthday. Happy birthday, Morgan. And a happy birthday to, to Stephen Igo, who turns 30. Stephen Igloo. Stephen Igloo. Now, today was a busy day because we had Pro Day. We had ECU Baseball. So, I said, I go, uh, can we record on Tuesday? And he said, what time? I'm going to be busy for much of the day between Pro Day. And it's my birthday. (laughs) Okay, I don't care. What does that have to do with you coming on the show? Do you not have to come on the show when it's your birthday? Do I get the day off when it's my birthday? No. Do you know how many times I've had the day off on my birthday? Because my birthday's in October. As many times as you're supposed to. None. Yeah. Zero. Zilch. I would love to have my birthday off, but... I feel like there is a, a growing thing amongst our youth. And yes, I'm calling Stephen our youth, and he's turning 30. <laughs> the younger generation. Oh, my generation. God. He's really only 30? Yeah. I thought he was older than that. He's been 30. I discovered him as a young kid. I'm like one of those creepy uh, He's been doing this a long Hollywood time. talent agencies that <laughs> gets those pop stars when they're young. Um, that I remember my stepson, when he worked at Walgreens, was complaining of, of, that he had to work on his birthday. I'm like, nobody cares that it's your birthday. Like, you still have to go through regular life. They act like it's a national holiday. You can't just shut her down on your birthday. I can if I want to, but I just choose not to. What, 
Anybody, because I will anybody, celebrate my day. Anybody can do anything they want to if they want to, but there's consequences to that. You are correct. Yeah. It's kind of like saying, people that I don't choose. understand free speech. Like, oh, I can't say. Well, yeah, you can say it. You're not going to get arrested, but there's going to there be some are, consequences. Yeah, there's consequences to every every decision that you make. Look, some you are good, some are bad. You can do whatever you want to do right now, people. If you want to do something wild and crazy, do it, but there will be consequences to your actions. That's all I'm saying. And you, Thank you for clarifying that. You don't get your birthday off. You have to work on your birthday. All right. Is that it? Let's uh, let's go to Cy Seymour, who joins us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. We need some uh, some light to shine through on a dark couple of days for ECU basketball. Tristan Newton and Brandon Suggs entering the transfer portal. We'll talk about that. Final Four, uh, all kinds of stuff right now. Cy, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great. Clip, how are, you, how are you, buddy? Everything basketball is a great time of year. We're still enjoying. It. Yes, sir, we are. Looking forward to a stacked Final Four. We got the games right here on Pirate Radio coming up on Saturday and on Monday night for the national championship, and we'll get into that in a moment. Silas, let's start close to home first and. Talk about East Carolina. We're in the middle of a uh, a bit of a bad news cycle here, Cy, with uh, Tristan Newton announcing Monday he would be entering the transfer portal. Brandon Suggs announcing today that he is entering the transfer portal. And I guess to be expected, when you lose a coach, this happens in college basketball. When you don't lose a coach uh, these days, this happens in college basketball. So East Carolina not alone here, but it is a big blow to the Pirates now who have lost Cy their top three scores from last season when you include vance jackson into the mix so uh, i guess we'll start there before we start talking about what michael schwartz can do uh with additions let's talk about the subtractions uh starting with tristan newton man just uh turned into a great scoring guard uh for east carolina wish him nothing but the best of luck what a pleasure i'm telling you he was a great kid on and off the floor good mom and dad and i'm just telling you you, you I want him to land on his feet and have a great finishing career. Uh, three great years at East Carolina. A tremendous talent. Came in 36 a game in high school in El Paso. Nobody picked him up. Rock got him. Good job by Rock recruiting him. Uh, and now Rock's at Texas A&M. I don't know if you read that into it. And I don't know if it is a part of his future. But Rock did a great job of getting him with Joe Dooley. And it was a good sign, a good sign for ECU. But I'll, I'll miss him because I just enjoyed watching him play. does so many things so good and wish him the best of luck. And, and I think the reason we were playing better this year, upperclassmen tend to get better. That's just the way it is. Every time I do game notes on players, they usually go from six points their freshman year to eight or nine to 12, and then they're 14 in their last year. They're four years. They just get better if they're good players. And Brandon Suggs, look what he brought. I mean, yeah. defensively, it's your stopper. When you lost him, it probably cost you a couple of wins, uh, getting uh, hurt and and uh, things along that line. It's just part of it. It's, it's what you go through. Uh, but wish both of those kids the best of luck. No doubt. And, and Newton, when you look at him, under the radar – from El Paso, Texas, and he lands at East Carolina. And as you said, good job, uh, Steve Rockefeller, to get him here to play basketball at Greenville, North Carolina. You could almost understand. You, you don't want it, but could understand him maybe going to closer to home to a bigger school. Maybe he does end up in the state of Texas. Maybe he ends up elsewhere. But kind of reminds me a little bit of Elijah Hughes. Uh, it's a shame that we can find these guys that are under the radar 
and and bring them in and then unfortunately that just provides a bigger spotlight for other schools to come get them that's kind of the way it is now right yeah and and look uh the key is winning if you if you if you win completely they probably stay but you gotta win postseason and we just didn't do that that's just part part of it i think joe did a good job had him leaning that way but it's just part of what goes on in college basketball. And, look, you can't complain. These kids gave you everything. And I remember seeing uh, Tristan's mom and dad uh, down in, in Myrtle Beach this year. And, and I walk up to him and I say, thank you for, for him. He's just a treat. And they were just as gracious and kind. And, and so you want what's best for that young man. That's the way I feel about all of them. Mike, Elijah Hughes. What a great talent. He went back home to New York. I understand that. Mike Cook, we lost him earlier. Oh, yeah. Went to Pitt. Yeah, we've lost a lot of kids like this. It's not unusual, but you never want anything. You want a kid to do nothing but improve his career and his life. And so, wish him the best of luck. I'm glad we were a part of helping him get there. That's what I'm glad of. And is there any way to prevent it? Well, you, you said one way there, Cy, and that's winning. And that reminds me of a conversation yesterday we had with East Carolina center fielder Bryson Worrell. Uh, he was joining us when Tristan Newton made the announcement. So we were talking about it, and Bryson was here in studio. And I said, Bryson, you, you don't see the transfer portal pop up as much with baseball as you do with other sports. And he says, well, I think it's prevalent, but – here at East Carolina, with the culture we have, guys want to stay in it. Uh, guys are are trying to get here, not leave from here. So that that makes sense. Uh, if you can develop that winning culture, you'll start to see uh, less of this happen to your program. We've invested strongly in baseball. Cliff loves it. He, he he watches over his kids. We've got a winning program, and they want to be a part of it. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, he's exactly right. On basketball, we've not quite gotten there yet, but we're working hard to get there. I think Coach Schwartz, we're going to be keep going up. He's just got a busy job of, of during the transition years, as we say, and he'll do it. He's, he's working. I, I called him last week, and while well, we talked last week, and uh, he was on the road recruiting. Said I'll probably be back in town next week, late, but I've got to get I got to get on the road. I got to get players. So that's just what you do this time of year. Yeah, and interested to see where Brandon Suggs lands. He'll never be maybe the best, you know, scorer on your team. And I've always said he's he's maybe not the best at anything, but he's good at everything he does on the court. And you want to talk about a a glue guy for a, a winning team, a championship team. You look at what Brandon Suggs does on the court; he can certainly do that. So interested to see where he goes. And you talk about Newton and Suggs side. You kind of said it, but you don't have to really worry about them off the court. They're they're good. Good guys, good teammates, and, and guys you're certainly going to miss in the locker room. That's right. And you got to hope some of these freshmen, uh, Felton and Johnson, step yeah. up and be the leaders. And they can be. They've got they've got quality personalities. You want them to be your leaders now. And, and the other kids that are staying back, you want them to step it up. And I, I think we've got character there. So let's hope it works that way. Saw some names side just floating out uh, earlier today. Jeff Goodman tweeting out that East Carolina – has added Jake Morton and Riley Davis as assistants uh, to his basketball team. Was interested how this was going to go because you got a well, you got a guy that's been around for a long time paying his dues, so he's made a ton of relationships. But he doesn't have a ready-made staff uh, ready to go like a head coach does. So uh, I don't know. Do you know anything about these names side, Jake Morton and, and Riley Davis, the people he's added to the staff? Well, uh, is, is one of those from 
Arlington, UTR. Yes, sir. And I, that might, I think that might be Riley Davis. But well, the one thing that I know, I, I asked him, and he said, I want guys that have been in the foxhole with me. They know what I expect, and they know how hard I'm going to work and how hard they're going to work. That's all I know. Yeah, Davis was the uh, associate head coach at UT Arlington, yeah. Yes, that's one of them. The other, I don't know yet, but I can tell you this. He wants them, they know him, they know his personality, and they can hit the ground running. Uh, he, he uh, The first time I, I asked him about this was right after he got the job. I, we talked to each other on a Wednesday night, and I said, uh, you've got your staff, and he said, not yet, and I really don't want to bring it up. In other words, I'm working on that. I don't want any input. <laughs> Which I like. I like that. And I didn't have any input. <laughs> That's just the worst. But the bottom line is, he was getting his staff together, and he wanted to do it the way he wanted to do it. And he wanted to get guys that knew him and knew how hard he You don't want to have to sell them and teach them. Yeah. He wants them to understand it. I, I agree with him 100%, and I think we got to get behind that. And I, I believe he's made remarks that, you know, he doesn't want to – just build this entire team through the transfer portal he wants to recruit and and bring guys up but it's a necessity uh, as as he knows as everybody knows in college basketball size so that's going to be a key part to, to trying to put together uh, a team on the court for next season that can win some games because again you do have your, your felton and johnson and and reyes we saw him play more and guys like that but man when you lose your top three scores you're gonna have to provide some some instant offense some instant defense if you're a guy that's gonna play for mike schwartz so interested to see i'm sure he'll bring in some people that are be uh, ready to play right away so well yeah you probably have to have that kind of help it's just the way it is but the great thing is i hope he can keep some of these kids because a lot of potential was being shown by these kids and and Again, he's got to do that. He's got to see what fits what he wants and his style, and that's 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 what I love about coaching. You get guys that want to that buy into what you do, and that's what he's looking for. Cy Seymour joining us. How about another former uh, Pirate side? And that's Joe Dooley. When you you look into your crystal ball, is Joe Dooley? A head coach somewhere next season? Do you think he's an assistant coach in college basketball? Does he make the move to the NBA? Well, what's the most likely outcome, you think, for Joe Dooley's near future? Yeah, if it, this is me, and, and because I love the game. Joe Dooley needs to be on the court coaching. I think it's an assistant level right now in this part of his career because you know, he's just left. The, he's got to find a job here that, that fits. But I'm going to tell you something. Whoever gets Joe as an assistant coach has got one of the best. He will work hard. He will give you everything he's got. He's, he's a basketball junkie. I mean, just, and listen, Jeff Lebo is. People don't understand. Jeff Lebo is a great assistant coach at North Carolina. That's, he, that's his love is being on that 50 by 94 foot area <laughs> and just loving coaching it. And he's great at it. And so is Joe Dooley. That's their thing. So whoever gets Joe, he's going to be more. You know, we talk about the pro stuff. That's, to me, that'd be good. But Joe needs to be on the court. He needs to be coaching because he's an X and O guy, and he, and, and he knows it. And they and kids jump into it. So I hope he gets a good assistant job. I hope he's able to, to be successful wherever he goes. Si, when uh, North Carolina won on Sunday, I, I just a thought crossed my mind. I put up a post on social media, and it had a picture of – Jeff Lebo and, and Hubert Davis talking, and it had a picture of Michael Schwartz and Rick Barnes, and 
It's got a picture of Joe Dooley and Bill Self, and there's another picture of Coach Mack on the sidelines uh, during his Chattanooga days. And I said, ECU basketball coaches are great on going, uh, great at going on tournament runs when they're not coaching ECU. It's just uh, they can't can't crack the code here. But dang it, Si, if they can't uh, win some games and go on tournament runs uh, elsewhere, it's it's uh, it's just what I don't know. I can never figure it out. Well, I think I think there'll come a time when you win this league. Though I will say it doesn't lend itself to have any. You you got to you got to really invest and, and you got to invest heavy in this league. It's just it's such a great basketball league. I mean, really, they should have had three teams this in this year. And I thought one of the better games this year was in the playoffs. Was Miami, I mean, excuse me, was uh, Memphis's game uh, when they played Gonzaga. Oh, that was a that was a Final Four type game. Yeah, that was one of the games of the tournament, side, no doubt about it. And it's just a shame we couldn't see that Memphis all year, right? Yeah, well, I think that's what cost them. I think what cost them, they finally got adapted bringing Tyler Harris back to the point and, and moving Bates off of the point, and they they got they got into a rhythm, and they were playing like a team should play, but it was too late. They had lost too many games early. So they didn't get a high enough seat. You got, you can't, it's hard. You know, Carolina's the exception. At an eight seed to get there, they've done. It's hard to do what Memphis did, but uh, you got to give it. You got to give uh, Memphis credit for even getting in, and they sure look tough down the stretch. We saw another coaching move in the league side, and uh, Jankovic out at SMU. Rob Lanier in. What'd you uh, think of that move for the Mustangs? Well, yeah, I, I think Lanier's a really good coach, but they lost a good coach. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the portal's so hard. Jankovic lost a lot of kids in the portal last year. I mean, you look at A and M, or we, I looked at Oklahoma, and there's one of their guys playing for Oklahoma at the beginning of the year. Uh, the, one of the better players plays at Iona for for Rick Pitino. He had a guard from the Pac-12 that was. He had a bunch of them, leave. and, and you know, it just beats you to death. Then he comes back and has a has a year in which he comes in second place in the American. He beats Memphis twice. He beats Houston once. And he didn't get invited to the big dance. Memphis did. That's tough. Now, that's just hard. I, I thought that I, I thought they should have been in. I, personally, I thought Wake Forest should have been in. I thought they were good enough ball club. I've not been on the committees, but I thought those two teams were two teams that I thought were really, really good and did not get in. But you're only taking 64. Expand it. That's what I say. Expand this term. Let's uh, let's get some more in there. Si Seymour, the more basketball, the better, because this has been a really fun tournament. And I think it's ended up how a lot of people would like it. And by that, I mean the fans who get to see their upsets, their overtime games, the the close calls, and also the TV executives who get one of the most loaded Final Fours in our lifetime, side. And the first time we've ever seen North Carolina and Duke battle in the NCAA tournament. It'll happen on Saturday night in the Final Four. And good grief, you want to talk about bragging rights and uh, couples being split up and divorces and fights going on Saturday night. You're going to have it all, side with North Carolina and Duke meet in the Final Four. I just want to go on records. I've never seen as many Cook North Carolina shirts this week. And, and, uh, <laughs> They're out of the woodwork now. Oh, my God. I've never seen as many Cook Carolina shirts. You know, it's amazing. I mean. Walmart's <laughs> doing good business this week, Si. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's so funny. We talk about them coming back and Duke having coming on strong. 
But when you look at the the preseason rankings, these were to all all four of these teams yeah. top twenty teams. I mean, Duke was eleven, North Carolina was nineteen, uh, which puts you as a four or five a five recruit. A five, I mean, a five seed. You know, none of these teams uh, were bad. Uh, don't know was number ten, so they were looking at being a two or three seed. Uh, Kansas up there high, probably a one seed. Duke was eleven, so they were probably a three seed. These, they, you know, really preseason. These teams have come back. They played the way they were supposed to play, and, and they have really come on. They, they're really scary. How good uh, North Carolina and Duke have really come on. And Kansas has been steady. Yeah. And Villanova's been steady, but losing, I tell you, man, you just can't lose. Uh, like when you lose Dustin Moore, who was averaging 15 a game and, uh, you know, plays great defense and he's, uh, he's uh, five rebounds a game and about two, two assists, that's a tough time to lose him with a torn Achilles. But Villanova got really hurt in this thing. Yeah, they are now uh, four, four-and-a-half-point underdogs to Kansas, and Duke is around a four-point favorite against North Carolina side. It is, uh, it's razor-thin at this point. You've got to you know, throw the seeds out, like you said. They're, all these teams uh, deserve to be here. So what do you think about you, you give Kansas the advantage over Nova due to that injury? I do. I give Kansas the edge. There. That's, that's too big an edge, too, too big a loss. Same thing happened with Baylor when they played North Carolina. They lost an 18-point a game. Guy, you, it's hard to come back when you lose that big a, a wheel in it. It's just too tough because these, these teams are too good. I mean, uh, North Carolina, I think one of the keys to them is Caleb Love. He's playing great. I mean, he's, he's shooting it well. He's doing it. Doing, what's the, what's the, the kid that shoots it so manic? Manic, he's yeah. Shooting. I mean, they've got shooters, but that point guard position is so key. I think a key ball play for Duke will be Roach. How well does he play at that point position? You've got to have that going for you. So, uh, North Carolina and Duke throw up a coin. Whoever hits that, who's ever hitting that day gets that extra rebound put back. Yes, uh, and we saw Duke blow out North Carolina in Chapel Hill. North Carolina controlled most of the game, if not all the game, uh, in Durham for the most part. Do you think it's uh, it's kind of nip and tuck this the this third time around? I do. Yeah, I think, I think uh, Duke at home, North Carolina ran the high ball screen. In other words, their big guy comes up and screens Baycock, and then he rolled to the bucket. And Duke really struggled guarding him. They struggled. If they stayed inside and stayed with Baycock, then a jumper was going to be hit on the wing. And, and I'm going to tell you something. What I said a while ago about Lebo and and uh, Joe Dooley, Lebo's on that bench. Let, let me tell you something. He's going to figure out stuff to beat you. He's a good basketball coach. Now, don't get me wrong. Duke's got him, too. But that, that game had, had Jeff Lebo written all over it when they played over at Durham. Now, can they adjust and handle the ball screens different? It, can Duke? Well, it, it remains to be seen, but both of those teams are highly talented, and you know how well coached they are. You're looking at the best it's ever been, or one of the best it's ever been in Mike Krzyzewski. I mean, he's just an unbelievable coach. So it's going to be fun to watch. What do you think the ratings are going to look like Saturday night, Final Four, Carolina Duke, and then Monday night, championship game? Yeah, You think more people will watch Saturday than do Monday? Because about half the fan base, half the watchers are going to be so disgusted, they're not going to watch Monday night, probably. Well, the Carolina people, if they lose, will be watching to pull against Duke. <laughs> True. That's a good point. We'll be watching to pull against Carolina. <laughs> good point. You're right. 
there is such thing as hate watching. We watch the Cowboys, right, to watch them lose. So we do watch the Cowboys. I get your point. And they and listen, and they've helped. They, they've done exactly what we wanted. They never do show up. So that it's been a good thing, the Cowboys. I can't wait till we can finally be good in uh, our team side because today at Pro Day, Mike Houston. And Tyler Sneed, a couple of Cowboy fans are giving me crap. I can't wait to turn it back. I'm, I'm writing down everything they say, Si. Sure, you need to. I'm give it back to them. But, but, but listen, the other thing is, and, and I mean this, how, and they will some way, but how do you get up for Monday night? I know it's the national championship. All right, the winner of that game Saturday, yeah. Oh, my gosh. They are going to spend such mental and physical energy. Good point. And turn around and get back up, and, and it's the late game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're getting out of there at one in the morning. Then you get up Sunday, and you're exhausted. And then you got to get ready for Monday. Uh, yeah. How much do you celebrate when you get back at midnight or whatever on Saturday? Yeah, you're right. That that's good. That turnaround is going to be brutal for the winner of that game. And and especially that game. I mean, that is two teams that are. Going to lay it all out there. Yeah, I mean, lay it all. They haven't had time to think about it. Nova, Kansas. <laughs> yep, yep. That, they've got one game on their mind. Both those ball clubs. So, but it'll be a lot of fun to watch. It's what makes it worthwhile. Two great programs. And look, think about it. you got three of the top four blue bloods there, and Kentucky's the only one that's not there. Yeah. That's, and I tell you what, if Jay Wright wins another one, he, they, I don't know if he can get Nova into the blue blood mix the way they've been winning titles. Well, I, they've been the three of the last final. You know, they, they've been there. Yeah. The last final fours, I think it is. And and what I like about Jay Wright, they, they are just solid. I mean, yeah. they, those teams, uh, and I, I picked them. Uh, that, that was my tournament winner because of Jay Wright. And he's right there, and then his best player gets hurt. And I also pulled for him because he got 69 points in one game in high school. He must have been a good high school player. <laughs> Did not know that stat. There you go. Cy, great stuff as always, man. Great to chat with you. We'll keep in touch with you and uh, talk more hoops with you down the road, man. Look forward to it. Take care, Slip. Thank you, Cy. Cy Seymour, we'll, uh, we'll get him on throughout the offseason and keep you updated because it is going to be a busy offseason for East Carolina basketball. They're losing players now. They're going to have to replace those players at some point so it is the world we live in and in college sports you got to attack the portal and uh, a lot of people don't like it i like the old way as well where we knew who was on every team and could watch these guys grow but i'm going to keep up with the times and this is uh the time we're living in in uh, college sports and certainly college basketball certainly east carolina basketball all right let's uh take a break we'll come back we'll have more for you hour two of pirate radio live we roll on after these words listening to hour two of pirate radio live now back to the show welcome back uh topo chico hard seltzer the only hard seltzer inspired by topo chico mineral water's legendary taste it's gluten-free and contains only 100 calories and it has an ultra refreshing crisp taste with real lime juice and tequila flavor look for the topo chico variety pack today at your favorite retailer 
Topo Chico Hard Seltzer is proudly distributed by Coastal Beverage Company. Please drink responsibly. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff Rock. Pirates and Pack are underway down the road at Clark LeClaire Stadium. We'll keep you updated on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. On what's going on out there. And right now, East Carolina has two outs in the top of the first. NC State batting with a runner on first. And, Tommy uh, Tanks. Uh, is that who's up to the plate at the moment? Yep, that's Tommy Tanks White. And did they give Lane Hoover an error, or did they give the state hitter a hit? That is a good question. It was in the glove of Lane Hoover, and then I guess when he made contact with the ground, it just popped out there. Uh, tough break for the Pirates. And I would so, probably score that an error because he had it in the glove. He had it in the glove. I would, too. He had it in the glove, and you just see it kind of pop I mean, it was out a sharply top. hit ball. Yeah. And wasn't the easiest play in the world, but Hoover should have had it. He'll tell you that probably. Uh, but C.J. Mayhew trying to get out of the inning now. Runner on first. Two men out in the top of the first. Tommy White up to bat hitting 359, 12 home runs, 38 RBIs. He had like eight home runs the like, first two weeks or something like it that. It was like nine home runs, eight or nine home runs in the first like seven or eight games. Yeah. It, it was ridiculous. He was having like – there was two games where he had like three. <laughs> or maybe not that, but there was a game like in the early part of the year where he had like three or four home runs. Yeah. Guy can hit, but he slowed it down a little bit lately. There's a video floating around, switching gears. Uh, have y'all seen the video of the shootout between Senegal and Egypt in soccer? No, no I have not. Winner goes to the World Cup, loser is out. And it's, um, I believe this is a fairly popular player. I believe his name is Mohamed Salah of Egypt. And he's going to take his penalty kicks after time had expired. And when you first see the video i thought they were in some kind of like club or like at a rave or something all you see is laser pointers all over him all over his face his uh his jersey like all over everything oh my god really they allow that hey anything goes in soccer especially overseas why that is insane and then watch and now you just notice that like those light look at all the lights on the field around him oh and he missed it and he missed it and Jimmy sure <laughs> that is nuts imagine if you're a minji shooting a free throw I mean, of course he missed that <laughs> that is crazy that is dangerous to the eye like yeah. that's dangerous yeah to you're the not supposed your to well and not just that but well i was gonna say you know like i said it, it just does not seem like that should be allowed at all no. like you should not have those in the building that's a bit of a home field advantage i would you say. think yeah uh cj mayhew gets the strikeout and east carolina will now bat in tommy, the bottom of the first tommy tanks had a bunch of uh lasers in his eye and that could have been the case <laughs> maybe some pirate fans were i uh, got some ideas after seeing that video earlier today we've got a lot of football audio to get to you from ecu pro day we'll hear from mike houston jaquan mcmillan bruce bivens dj ford and tyler sneed but chandler i had a lot of fun out there earlier today i tell you what pirate radio was rolling deep out at pro day today (laughs) i mean we had a lot of team members out there getting video getting pictures getting interviews with players and obviously mike houston even i showed up and even you showed up i I could tell tyler sneed after y'all finished done talking with him he was like man what's going on man he was talking about my mustache he was talking about the commanders and the cowboys being out there yeah i found it funny because when i came into the office this morning uh jeff came in because he normally comes in in the morning to cut his sports breaks and he's like where's everybody at i said oh it's pro day 
I was like, I'll get so much done because nobody's in here. Yeah, Charlotte I'll be was the here happiest person of all. <laughs> yeah, so it, but it was fun being out there watching the guys work for something they've been working for their whole life, and <clears throat> you could see the focus in their eyes. But you can also kind of tell they were nervous. This is a job interview for these guys. Yeah, and uh, you know, we talked to Bruce Bivens. He was like, I've always, uh, he said, I was nervous. I've been nervous, and then he thought about it. He said. But, hey, I've been doing this my whole life. He's like, this is something I've done literally time and time again. And just it's another day of coming out here and competing and and, uh, and playing football. So, But it was great to see those guys uh, do their 40s. We saw shuffle drills. We saw – uh, the L drill, um, some dr- you know the drills that we see in, in, at the combine on TV on the NFL Network, and so, uh, but it was great being out there covering that, getting some pictures and, and stuff like that, and good luck to these uh, former Pirates. Yeah, and it's uh, it's kind of a shame because it, like you said, it's a job interview, but they're not even almost looking at what you're doing right. They're just taking apart everything you do wrong. You have to have like a perfect day, especially if you're on the fringe, like a Jaquan McMillan who. You'll hear, uh, we'll run these interviews in the 5 o'clock hour, but I asked him, you know, how disappointed was he that he wasn't invited to the combine? And he said, very disappointed and didn't understand it and didn't know why he wasn't there. So these guys are kind of already behind the eight ball. They're not blue chippers. They're not on mock drafts. So they have to do two times, three times better than these other guys uh, across the country. And uh, Jaquan was kind of, I, when I got out there, I said, oh, Jaquan looks pretty good. And then I talked to people who had been out there longer than me and said he had messed up on a few things. Like I, t- I had told you that. They tell him, hey, look, if, if you stumble, stop. If, yeah. you st- if, if you stumble on anything, and 40 start yard and start over. Uh, and Jaquan McMillan uh, on his L, uh, on the L drill where they go back, they go forward, go back, and then they have to round uh, a cone in the letter of an L. He had to do that three times because he slipped going back um to tap the right hand and the scout was very you know he was like it has to be your right hand that touched the ground you cannot brace with your left hand there was a few guys for ecu um that had to start over because they braced with the left hand so it's very Remember last week when bryce was talking about how the guy kept making him do the same thing over and over because he wasn't doing it exactly how he wanted it exactly so i think that, you know what that's a great point because that, and you can kind of tell that those guys were like okay and then they kind of get back into that mental state of being focused and stuff yeah. like that so jaquan mcmillan did have some a well, couple times what when he, he slipped what he looked good at and that's catching the ball as a db yeah when they were doing those drills he like looks fast which we already knew that and the third time the third and final time he did the l drill i mean he was he was flying I, it had to have been a good time um so but you know it is turf out there i don't know if a lot of people know that that is artificial turf on the practice field that they did today so it's different from the natural grass that they usually play on in dowdy ficklin stadium so but they practice there every day um but yeah jaquan looked good uh, and I don't know any of the times. In fact, we asked like DJ Ford. He didn't even know his he didn't even 40 know. time. Maybe they don't want to know. Uh, t- from what I saw with the naked, untrained eye, is Tyler Sneed looked really good, but yeah. he always does when he's running routes and catching passes. Um, and DJ said that the, the scouts love what they saw from a guy as big and tall as he is and the way he can get around and you know catch the football. Aaron Ramsour looked very athletic today. So, well, uh, we'll get those interviews your way later. But uh, also, I saw Chandler, the state quarterback, Stank. 
State. Who's the State quarterback? Devin Larry? Uh, Devin is that, Larry. Is yeah. that his name? Devin Larry. Devin Larry. Um, saw a video. Really good quarterback. Of State State uh, Pro Day. And Leary is throwing to his receivers. And, it, and one of the scouts, I guess, said, you know, are you sure this isn't his pro day? Devin Leary. He will be back for another year. And he will be taking on the Pirates in September. And I'll ask Holton about this next Monday. But do you think teams had any talks with him today? Because he was throwing passes to Snead and to uh, some others. And how much uh, chatter was going on amongst the scouts and with Holton Aylers? Yeah. And it was funny, too, because you you forget. I, I do. Uh, but I looked over and I'm like, those balls look weird. Those footballs look weird. They're the NFL t- style football, so I, we were able okay, to see. Okay, Jamar Chase. We were able, to, yeah, we were able to see uh, Holt Naylor throw a NFL. Um, I didn't even notice style, that. style football, uh, and he looked good throwing the football. But he's just out there, and he knows these guys. He has a great connection with Audio Mato shows, Tyler Sneed. Um, a, a guy, uh, Sack Bird, was out there too. He was he was working he's, with the linemen in massive. some of those drills. Yeah. He's a hoss. I'm gonna give him a hoss. I'm gonna give him a hoss. I wonder if they're trying to turn him into a tackle or something because he was doing drills with the lineman. I saw that too. I noticed that too. In fact, I kind of thought he was an offensive lineman, and then I, they they said Bird, and I was like, oh, that's Zach Bird. Justin Chase talked to us last Friday. He looked to be in really good shape, and uh, hopefully, he and Sean Bailey, Fernando Fry, they were out there. Hopefully, they'll get a look somewhere because again, there's a lot of options uh, out there when it comes to the cfl the usfl which will be kicking off and and we learn nascar as well is a real possibility dustin lineback troy mentioning that name i remember i really loved uh dustin lineback thought he had a really cool last name and really commanded the field on defense in that middle linebacker position and And every time we'd have a tv game and they'd say (laughs) this guy Look at this. This guy's name is Dustin Lineback, and he plays linebacker. Yeah. And you had to hear every announcer every see that for time. the first time, and uh, their mind was blown, just like mine was the first time I noticed it. Uh, I tell you what, Audio Matosho looks the part. He looks very like tall, a pro wide receiver. Very tall. He's he's cut well, yeah. and uh, he, he's fast and is able to go up and, and make catches and make plays. We saw that on the football field. We saw it also today on the practice field for Pro Day. So maybe Audie can get some some looks from some NFL teams and, and get a chance in the National Football League. Josh Moylan pops it up. Uh, it look, Actually, Josh Moylan was on first. It AMAC was AMAC. Yeah. Pops it up to center. Well, actually. To shallow center and the inning is over uh moylan got on on a hit by pitch i believe so each team has one base runner in the first inning and there is no score as we head to the second we'll take a timeout come back wrap up hour two and get set for hour three where we'll hear a lot of football interviews and make you a winner and open up a booty bag it's all ahead on a tuesday edition of pirate radio live we're back with you after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now, let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Brock. All right, it appears the pack are going to strike first. They have a runner on third with nobody out. 
in the top of the second inning as a double and then a pass ball allows an NC State runner to get to third base. Once again, no score between the Pirates and the Pack. We'll keep you up to date on that on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Uh, Chandler mentioned earlier today that Jeff Goodman reporting East Carolina has hired a couple of uh, assistant basketball coaches to join the staff of Michael Schwartz. Let's go about Mike or Michael. I, I like Mike better. Mike Schwartz. Mike Schwartz. Michael Schwartz sounds like where his mother saying his name when he's in trouble. <laughs> okay. Michael Schwartz, you come here right now. <laughs> Mike, you're doing a great job. Michael, you are not doing a great job. Uh, Mayhew with the strikeout, runner on third and one out in the second. Riley Davis and Jake Morton have been added to the staff and uh should we talk about this? Should we? Should we? I don't know. If we want to paint the picture of Jay. J- I like this. This is a positive to me. This is a positive. Well, you know. Is- <laughs> Earlier in the show, we were talking about Memphis, and Ellerby was like, well, what do you have to do these days to cheat in basketball? Is it even possible to cheat? Well, this was seven years ago. This is over seven years ago, February of 20. 20- Wait, my math is wrong. This is over nine years ago uh jake morton was at the u we love the u we you know it's all about the u renegade program down there was at the u with frank hayth yeah uh, as the head coach and also was there the same duration as mike schwartz from 07 to 11 on the staff there with frank hayth uh unfortunately though there was uh some things that went down well you said a name today i hadn't heard in a while nevin shapiro who was the booster at Miami? Who was very uh, rich booster? He was trying to bring back the glory days of the U, and by glory days, I mean like cheating days, all wild, wild west. I want me some glory hole. The glory hole the days. Thank glory you, Charlotte. Hole days. Um, but Jake Morton, this was nine years ago, received a notice of allegations from the NCAA. He was involved with Nevin Shapiro, uh, Morton, and another coach jorge fernandez um provided impermissible inducements in the form of transportation and entertainment to individuals hey look we 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 need new cars right to pick up recruits we've heard some things behind the scenes about the lack of nice cars the guy for the job to recruit in so this is uh yeah this is a long time ago and uh john wall's High school coaches uh, illegally contacted Shapiro um, in a meeting allegedly arranged by Morton. Wall eventually played for Kentucky. He was the number one pick of the draft. So, I don't know. All this is like old stuff. Now, it's old. I just, when I looked up the name, I was like, well, this is interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's And only- when I saw the name Nevin Shapiro, it takes us back to that documentary uh, about Miami. Yeah. I can't remember the 30 for 30, if, uh, if it was a 30 for 30. Um, well, there was one called the U, but... That, I think that might be it. That that's the. But one. that told the old... Now, that was, was the U about part the Greg two. Olson, the 7-4 yeah. crew. Maybe the U part two, because they had two parts to it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but yeah, just interesting that his name uh, came up with all that, that junk. And now, uh, a lot of the stuff they did then is probably legal. And by the book, you can do today. So it has changed a ton just in the last nine years or so. But interesting that name came up. NC State gets a run in on a squeeze 
and they lead it one nothing over east carolina two outs in the top of the second mayhew pitching with a runner on first base we'll keep you up to date on that all right uh let's take a break we'll come back hour three on tap we'll hear from mike houston tyler sneed jaquan mcmillan bruce bivens and dj ford and make you a winner coming up in our final hour of today's show plus uh whatever else you want to talk about you can chime in on facebook live or on twitter or give us a call 317-1250 as we are here live with you for another hour on pirate radio live we'll take a time out come back have more for you after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. At Angel Oak, they continue to make customer service the number one priority. A local mortgage advisor is the key to your transaction success. The combination of their local team's experience and Angel Oak's wide opportunity Offerings of products from standard conventional government and portfolio loans has something for every financial situation. For more information, call Talbot Green, Braxton Green, Joanne Weir, or Wanda Hager at 751-2060. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clipper Rock. All righty. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes. I love looking at old Sports Illustrated covers. And this one's from April of 2011. And it says... You choose tough, that- toughest call in football. Jake Locker, Blaine Gabbert, Cam Newton. <laughs> oh, for, from my angle, who is that on the far right? That would be Blaine Gabbert. He looks like Doug Flutie from here. <laughs> okay. I'm not kidding. I, I That was my first instinct when I saw that. I was like, is that Doug Flutie? I could see it. From I could see it on your face? For, I could see, I see it, it on your face. face. A little bit for sure, in, in terms of looking like Doug Flutie, a little bit. Now, if any. If any. The, we're looking at this in hindsight at the time. Maybe it was a tough call. Now it looks like a pretty easy call that Cam Newton had way more success than those guys. But Jake Locker retired early. Wait a minute. Let me pull that back up for a second. Wait, wait. Why are we Jake Locker? Okay, 2000. Oh, I was looking at his college stats. Never mind. Um, Jake Locker played only four seasons. He had a 27 to 22 touchdown interception ratio. So he was certainly not great, but he retired early. I don't even know if it was. Yeah, it wasn't injury related. He had lost his passion for the sport. So he got out after four years. Blaine Gabbert is still around as a backup somewhere, right? I want to say he was the backup for Tom Brady last year. I think you're right on that. And, of course, Cam Newton's still in the league as well. So we're talking 11 years later. And Comment, uh, comments came out today from Adam Schefter. Apparently he was texting with Cam Newton. Maybe it was somebody else that was texting with Cam Newton. But Cam said that there was some interest from uh, uh, several teams. I don't know if it was several, but uh, there is interest. But he's looking for the best fit. He said he wants to compete for a championship was it and the, have a chance to play. The so. Birmingham Stallions? 
Is that the team interested in That would be cool. Skip Holtz and Cam Newton. <laughs> USF. I would love to see one of these NFL guys just go play in the USFL and dominate. I think that'd be fun. Um, so, yeah, get your hot draft takes ready for the month of April. It's coming soon. Could I know that um, his name's been tossed around and, and possibly going back to Texas for some level of coaching, but Johnny Manziel's name has popped up. Manziel? Manziel. Manziel. Manziel, whatever. He says he's done with football, right? Yeah, but I thought I read an article, uh, maybe it was a few days ago, or maybe it was late last week, something about he may be returning to Texas A&M, but in a coaching uh, capacity. Because yeah. I think he said he's done with pro football. Uh, you talk about a, a pro day. I bet he wowed the scouts. He was, well, I mean, I he just was think... awesome in college, just never translated yeah, well, I just think that with the USFL and the XFL that's going to be kicking off, what, next year? You well, know, he gave could, one that, of those. could that be a possibility for him? No, I think he's done. He gave one of those a shot, didn't he? Uh, Was he it played, the, uh, the second version of the XFL? Let's see. He has played for the Browns, the Hamilton Tiger Cats, the Montreal Alouettes, the Memphis Express, that was our lovely AAF. That was that, That's what I was thinking of. And AAF. then was coached by Singletary, I want to say. He played in that weird league, which I did never understood, the fan-controlled football league. Which apparently is returning again this year. <laughs> it's a professional indoor uh, football team. He played for the, FC, the FCF Zappers. Ooh. So, um, how low do you go if you're playing for the Zappers? He uh, was Josh. That sounds like a minor league baseball team. Was Josh Gordon really on one of these teams? Yeah, I don't know what. I never saw any of that league happening. Yeah, so. but apparently it's returning because I was reading. Uh, it may have been that same article where they were talking about it. Well, look, Dakota Marshall, who's now an, uh, a hard working man with his dump trucks and stuff. He had some and Twitter fun, takes. Yeah, he had some fun keeping the dream alive, playing arena football with Jared Lorenzen as part of the Swamp Monsters. So yeah, some but, of these guys just like want to want to keep the dream alive and play football somewhere. Well, yeah, but arena football league to me, I felt stayed around longer and had a little bit more visibility than whatever this fan controlled football league was. Well, Dakota was not in the afl he was in like a second tier arena league oh okay but that i remember growing up that arena uh, orlando was awesome they had this dude named barry wagner who was like the jerry rice of the arena league that did stay around a while before going kaput here recently i believe yeah because i remember going to a couple of carolina cobras games and i remember watching uh the philadelphia soul which yeah. shane carden played on yeah uh bon jovi was uh, always john bon jovi like, owned the team yeah or it, he may not have owned it, but or maybe was one of the owners. Yeah. But uh, I know he had some connection to ownership. And like uh, Jaws, I think was maybe a part owner with yeah. the Philadelphia team. Yeah. I saw Ron Jaworski a lot. So anyway, we're talking about this because today was pro day, and there are a lot of options out there for these former Pirates. Let's first hear Shirley from Mike Houston as he talked today after uh, pro day had taken place. All right, Coach. Well, uh, big day out here for. Dreams, I guess. Uh, your thoughts on how uh, Pro Day is going so far? Uh, just an exciting day for our program, and uh, you know, excited turnout we had from the NFL scouts and uh, you know CFL and uh, XFL and NASCAR and everybody else. So it's uh, a lot of people out here to see our kids. But 
um, you know, certainly proud of this group. And uh, you know, the one thing I told all the all the scouts this morning before we got started is, you know, the one thing I can I can without question recommend you know all these kids from a character standpoint. And uh, you know, they've all worked very hard to prepare for today. And uh, you know, I think they've had a positive day. How does it go? Do you get any insight from these guys, or are you just kind of waiting and seeing with everybody else? Well, I mean, we I, we talk with scouts all throughout the year. I mean, most of these guys have been here multiple times throughout the year, and uh, so there's a lot of dialogue that goes back and forth. And uh, you know, we'll just, we'll just see. You know, there's still a lot, lot, a lot of time for the draft and a lot of time for uh, you know OTAs. Is this the most Holton's thrown this spring today? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he, he gets a few throws in during the week, but uh, yeah, it's great great to have him. You know, they change that rule two or three times. You know, one year he can, one year he can't. So, but I'm, I'm glad he's able to go out there and throw because. You know, obviously, he has great chemistry with uh, both Tyler and Audie. You put in countless hours of work with these guys. What's it like to see them out here? You know, getting their chance in front of somebody. Well, you just you're excited for them, and that's I, I talked to all the kids this morning before we started, and just you know, told them I was proud of them. Uh, just I try to encourage them just to go out and have fun. And, you know, don't don't let the stress get to them out there, and because uh, you want to see them do well. You know, every kid that comes here, you know, you you want to see them achieve their dreams, and so. Uh, just excited for what's next, uh, you know, in their step, next step in their journey. Is it hard for you to stand there and watch them and not want to go over there and coach them up and give them pointers here and there? Well, no, I wish they were still dressing out in the purple and gold. Now, that's, uh, I wish, I wish they were still here, but uh, no, I just, it's, uh, it's good to see them. You kind of have a proud papa moment, kind of like your fruits are kind of coming to bear here. Well, yeah, I mean, it's certainly. I just remember the pro day my first year here. It was kind of a joke, to be honest. And, uh, you know, to see, you know, the way the guys are prepared. And, uh, you know, they've all, they're all bigger, faster, and stronger than they were the last time I saw them. Uh, and they've all done their due diligence uh, trying to make sure that this day was, you know, they're prepared for it. And so, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of proud of that kind of work ethic that, you know, comes with all of our kids now. You got a direct line to the Cowboys, trying to steer them all there and well, I told keep them away. I, 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 I told our scout over there that I was still hanging with them. So uh, <laughs> I saw your your commander's guy still has a W hat on though. Washington is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> There's Mike Houston. We uh, talked about the commander's logo after that, and uh, Mike Houston Cowboys fan said they should have stayed the Washington football team, but also a uh, bit of a harsh. Uh, <laughs> kind of a harsh statement there <laughs> he remembers the first pro day when he was yeah. around here and said it was kind of a joke to I, be honest yeah, it was kind of a joke to be honest um uh, i was like i think at the timeline chandler so mike houston was hired december 3rd 2018 so that was like maybe garrett mcginn so he was like so three months later uh he was out at pro day with guys that he had never coached before so they weren't his guys but i don't know i, I guess he's just saying that it's it's come a long way since then, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess he means talent-wise. Uh, but when he said that today, well, it kinda... could be structure. It could be a number of things. I yeah. don't know. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but that was kind of a interesting. Well, I, well, I was statement. sitting there around the media. I was taking some pictures of the players and, and Coach Houston, and I, I remember him saying that and thinking, "Geez, what is he talking about?" <laughs> um, so, and that's a lot of you know. We've talked about practice structure in itself developing. You know, with players. It used to be players learning how to practice. Yeah. How how is practice practice is structured? Now you have veteran guys who know what to do that can teach these guys. So there's well, that a was lot one of point today. You remember that Chargers scout that was running the defensive stuff? Mm-hmm. He uh, when Holton was throwing the ball to the DBs, they ran it one time with Jaquan, and then the scout said, 
all right holden you you make the moves you you tell them where to go so it was almost like holden was running the the scout the uh the drill with the dbs it was after the very first rep yeah he told he looked at holton and said hey you basically take control (laughs) yeah you you run this thing because you know why because these are his receivers these are guys that he has really good chemistry with um so it it was funny it was right after the very first rep he said you know what holton he said this is you know you you take over one uh comment i did like from mike houston he said you know he could he can go over times and game film and all that stuff but one thing he can definitely account for is the uh, character of the team uh, so he is putting in a good word for all of these players that are trying to make it on the next level and uh, we talked to one offensive player today and that was Tyler Sneed who not only was out there running receiver drills but we also saw him uh, catching some punts and uh, doing things like that here's uh, Tyler Sneed after today's Pro Days festivities Tell how to go out there for you today uh, felt good, felt smooth in and out of cuts um just blessed to get the opportunity. Uh, and I'm, I'm excited for everybody out here. You talked to some of the scouts out here today. What, what feedback have they given you? Uh, just that I had a really good workout. Uh, solid, just, you know, keep being me, have good tape. Um, but, you know, I just want the opportunity. And, uh, you know, if I get that, I feel like I've been the underdog my whole life. So, I mean, I, th- I feel like guys prepared me for it, so I'm ready. You trained for this and the drills and everything. Did it go like you thought it would? Did anything catch you off guard today? Nothing caught me off guard. I mean, it's like... A test you you know what's going to be on the test um it's just getting out there and, and executing it and so i felt uh good about it today i felt like i could have been better but i mean at the end of the day i'm blessed to be here and so i can't complain when you made the decision to turn pro this was the big day you had to mark on your calendar for that how'd you keep it from getting too big and being overwhelmed by that uh you know just a lot of praying uh, a lot of just talking with my family calm me down uh, calm the nerves down but you know i was nervous like leading up to the week week before um but then the past couple of days, I've just been more excited than anything. Uh, just get that adrenaline going. And so I came out here ready to go. I was just excited to do it. All right, big day done. Now what's next for you in this whole process? Uh, just continue to stay in shape, continue to work out, um, continue to get better, and just wait till the end of April. What is your hope? What is your – I mean, everybody wants to be, get drafted, but what is your realistic hope of how you see this process going? Uh, I mean, like you said, everybody wants to get drafted. Uh, that would be a huge deal for me. Just, you know, I feel like I've worked my whole life – to, for this opportunity um, but I just want to go to a team that wants me uh, it gives me a shot and where I can show them you know how I play you've been training away from here for a while what's it like being back especially with this group of guys in the field it's a lot colder but uh <laughs> no it's, it's awesome just seeing these guys being out here competing with their brothers again uh, I mean like I said this has been home for me the past four years and I've loved every second of it so it feels awesome to be back What's it like having 28 NFL teams watching you run through drills? I mean, I didn't know it was 28, but uh, no, I mean, it, it feels good. You know, I just wanted to show them what I could do and uh, do it to my the best of my ability. So, When you made the decision to go pro, talk us through a little bit about what went through that and is that everything kind of lived up to that? No regrets or anything going backwards? Uh, no, sir. You know, once once I made the decision, that was, that was a big uh, thing everybody was saying is, you got to go 100, 100 miles per hour that way and that decision. So once I made it, uh, I didn't want to look back because I didn't want to regret anything. And so I feel really good about it. Um, you know, I came out to a couple practices and I missed, you know, being out here with the guys. But at the end of the day, that's the decision I made and uh, I stuck with it. So I feel good about it. All right. Tyler Sneed uh, earlier today um, is comfortable with his decision to come out. And I was talking to some guys out there today. Well, if Sneed returns next year, 
puts up massive numbers. He's not going to be any taller. He's not going to be much bigger. His body is is kind of what it is at this point. I guess you can do drills to make yourself faster and jump a little higher, but he kind of is what he is. So I don't I don't see how him personally could improve his stock much if he did come back. Uh, the one thing that and who knows if this is true or not, but somebody out there said, well, this year's wide receiver class is absolutely stacked. I mean, is that going to be the same case for 2023? I, I just don't know if he could improve his stock much if he comes out next year as opposed to this year. But we're uh, we're obviously pulling for him and hoping <clears throat> he can find a home. And like I said, looked good today from what I saw, uh, running routes and catching the ball. Didn't see the, the ball hit the turf, so... That's a, a, a very positive thing for Tyler Sneed. We got more audio to get to. Jaquan McMillan, Bruce Bivens, DJ Ford, and more here on Pirate Radio Live. We'll also make you a winner when we return. East Carolina down one nothing in the bottom of the third. Nice work so far today by C.J. Mayhew. Trying to get some help from the offensive side, but already two outs in the bottom of the third with Bryson Worrell at the plate. We'll keep you up to date on ECU baseball and have more for you when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 28 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club or visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you. Now, let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Flip Rock. All righty. Help me out, Chandler. So, Zay Jones has a brother, Levi... Who's his brother that went to state? Yeah, it was Levi Levi Jones. Levi Jones. He was went at to state. USC, fought on, and then he went to state. So, and then I haven't heard anything about Levi Jones. Five minutes ago, Zay Jones tweeted out a picture with him at NC State Pro Day with Ruffin McNeil, and he said, "Love you, Coach. Even when you wear the wrong colors, ECU legend forever." Classic. Classic. So I guess uh, Zay was checking out his uh, brother today at Pro Day. Uh, quick Tiger update. I don't know who Colt Nost is. Or it could be Knost. Is the K silent. He's a former PGA Tour player, and he's the co-host of Gravy and the Sleaze on Sirius XM. Okay. That's an interesting name for a show. That is like old 90s radio, Shirley. Like, <laughs> gravy yeah. in the sleeves in the mornings. Um, but gravy and mashed potatoes. I guess he's locked in on what's going on in the world of golf. So Tiger Woods did go to Augusta. He's there today. He's going to practice to see if he's healthy enough to give it a go and to play in the Masters. He has not played in a tournament since that bad wreck uh, that he suffered. Uh, but this uh, this guy, Colt Nost, says he's going to tee it up, I think. I know Joe and Tiger are close, but I don't see Joe flying down to Florida just to carry his bag and hang out. If he knew he wasn't going to play, he would already have told us. So 
<laughs> people were following this too like it was a coaching search and we kind of missed out on that with our basketball hire mike schwartz we missed out on the planes and i go camping out at the airport yeah that's always fun that's always a tradition when you're getting a new coach <sighs> can we go back and and yeah mike schwartz will still be our coach but can we just have a week where we just speculate because those are so much fun we really we've missed out on that the last two hires with mike houston and mike schwartz yeah because they were made so abruptly so quickly i uh, really miss out on the the, Which the mike stuff. schwartz hire was kind of weird because it, the reports were that he was going to take the charlotte job and well, you then, mean mike houston what did i say mike schwartz yeah i meant yeah mike houston i meant so that that was a weird uh situation there but mike um, mike schwartz he was uh john gilbert had his finger on the trigger mike, mike houston schwartz. did kind of uh i'm going to take this charlotte job and if you want me you better come get me right now I, I, i'm gonna coach <laughs> now listen uh, no, look i'm gonna be a coach I, 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 i'm gonna coach somewhere and if you want me you better come get me because heaven help who gets me as a head coach because you're going to win some ball games and uh hey that has come to fruition at this point east carolina winning season last year let's keep it going and uh beat state to open up the season right now state is beating east carolina one nothing as gary hahn at clark leclerc stadium today i'm on the call i'm on the call let's go down to the bullpen with tony 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 what do you got down there in the bullpen tony's live at uh case i h bullpen town bank tower Donnie. In the town bank tower. Your guy Danny Beal is in. A uh, good three innings from CJ Mayhew. Gives up one run, I think, on one hit, depending on what they called that uh that ball off Hoover's glove. But uh pitched pretty well, gave up that double, and that cost him. But uh that's the only run of the game so far. Danny Beal in to pitch the top of the fourth for East Carolina. All right, let's uh, let's go back to our pro day interviews and let's hear from Jaquan McMillan, who has the best and potentially only shot of a pirate getting drafted. Fair to say. Fair to say. In this year's NFL draft, and uh, here's what Jaquan had to say. Give us your take on uh, how things went out here for you today. Um, I think I had a, a pretty decent day. Uh, I feel like my forty could have been better or whatever. Uh, I I don't feel like I got out and ran, but for the most part, I think I did pretty good. I was talking with the coaches. They said sometimes you're your, you're your own worst critic on these yeah. deals. How did you keep from kind of getting down on that and just kind of keep going? Uh, just keep pushing like always. Uh, keep my head up. Uh, you can't worry about the past. You got to think about the next the next move, whatever. So that's what I did. Uh, kept my head up and kept pushing. Uh, got the job done. Obviously, the physical aspect is a big part, but getting the chance to talk to the scouts one-on-one about your experiences and get their take, what's that like? Uh, it's a great experience, man. Uh, I talked to a lot of guys. Uh, they seem to like my tape uh, and what I did earlier, so uh, I, I feel I feel real confident about this draft coming up, whatever. Uh, but yeah, it, like I said, it's a great experience, uh, and I'm just uh, happy to be in this had this opportunity. What about the other side of it? Have you talked to any agents, and uh, what feedback you get from them, and have you signed with anybody? Yet? Oh yeah, uh, I have an agent, Safira uh, Lawson, STI uh, Sports. Uh, but yeah, I signed with them like basically right when I declared for the, uh, the draft. Um, Man, we got a great relationship. Uh, it was got most felt comfortable bit, but I had a lot of uh, several um, offers, whatever, um, with different agencies. But uh, I went with mine. Juan, do you expect to play more in the slot at the next level? Oh yeah, uh, yes, sir. Uh, most teams have me listed as a uh, the nickel corner. Some of them have me as the corner, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Most of them definitely have me as a. The slot corner. What's that transition like? Maybe learn to play more on the inside. Um, 
I played a little bit my freshman year. Uh, you just have a lot more run fits, uh, gaps to the clog, whatever, fit A gap, B gap. So uh, it's pretty much the same for me, except just more run fits, which I don't have no problem with. How's been the most eye-opening experience of this whole pro part of it as you go through the process? Is there something you didn't know that you're kind of going through that go, oh, man? I mean, I always kind of knew it was a business, but business. <laughs> Definitely a business. Uh, it's a numbers game, whatever. So, and, and just not, you, you, I have learned whatever from other NFL players, just don't get attached to anybody, no teams or whatever, because at the end of the day, it's a business, and they got to do what they do, do, no hard feelings. But that's the main thing. How surprised were you that you weren't invited to the combine? Did that add some fuel to you? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I was definitely shocked, but, you know, it happens for a reason. I had to keep going, keep pushing. Uh, I had the opportunity to come out here uh, in, in front of a good amount of scouts. So, like I said, uh, it was a bummer or whatever, but I can't look back now. I'm still going ahead for it. What's next of the process for you? Um, I have a couple of visits set up, uh, top 30 visits. I've been to one. I've been to the Lions. Uh, the fourth, I leave and go to uh, Denver, then straight from Denver, go to the Cardinals, and then from the Cardinals, go to the Chiefs. And you said you've talked to some guys about this being a business. Who have you reached out to for advice during this time? Uh, I share the same agent with uh, you guys, Sneed, for the Chiefs. He plays slot corner also. Um, uh, I seen him. I met with him outside, out there in Dallas. Uh, but I asked him what was the main difference between the college level right. and the uh, NFL level. Is just the business. So that's what he told me. Still happy with the decision to, oh, to yeah. make the hop? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, like I said, this process has been going great for me. Uh, great experience. Uh, I'm just, I just need an opportunity. So I, I definitely feel as soon as I declared for the draft, it was no looking back. I was. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah, that's what we're gonna get done. All right, Jaquan McMillan there earlier today at ECU Pro Day. Don't get uh, too comfortable with uh, the team you're on. It's a business. He uh, has already learned that before signing his first NFL contract. And uh, he was uh, very pleased to be working out in front of scouts today after missing that chance in the combine. And uh, just like him, we were all kind of surprised that you got a guy with all the American accolades that had the career he did and the season he did. Uh, not invited to that NFL combine. Also heard today from Bruce Bivens. We heard from Bruce during the year on our Players Lounge and really enjoyed uh, getting to know Bruce. And he was, uh, he seemed to be thrilled to be out there today and, and almost having the time of his life. A lot of guys seem nervous. Bruce just seemed, very talkative, I noticed. He was today. happy. He, he was, was in a so great happy mood. happy to talk to you guys. Yeah. And uh, maybe he had a, a great workout, or maybe he's just, uh, like he says, blessed uh, to be doing what he loves. Shirley, let's hear uh, from Bruce Bivens. Bruce, take us uh, through what you saw today, how you think you did, and uh, your uh, evaluation of Pro Day. Uh, I feel like I did well. Um, you know, I didn't meet some of my goals, but, you know, it, things happen. You know, the conditions kind of cold out here. But, you know, I, I'm just happy I got out here to compete one more last time, you know, on this practice field. You know, I'm a, I cherish the moment, and I have fun with my guys. And shoot, I'm I'm happy with whatever, you know. Um, yeah, I'm just blessed to be in a position I'm in and to get out here one more last time with my guys. What would like 16 year old you have said about getting the chance to you know, show out for 28 scouts? Man, I I, I know I would have been real, real, real excited to do that. Um, I was real. It was if I was 16, I would be real eager to get out here and show what I got. And I feel like I did that. 
you know, now um, I feel like I did that today. I showed out. You know, I had some real good comments today. So, you know, I'm I'm really excited about what's going to happen next. What kind of feedback did you get today, Bruce, from scouts? Uh, that, that I did well. Everybody told me I did well today. I think I did well as well. So, you know, yeah. Some guys seem nervous about this in front of these scouts. You seem like you were having fun and, and really enjoyed the day. Is that how you were? Yeah, I, I felt good. You know, I was a little nervous, like, you know, the weeks of, pre- of preparation and stuff. I was kind of nervous, nervous. But when I thought about it, I said, I mean, I've been doing this my whole life. I did drills my whole life. I've been running my whole life. So, you know, let, let, let loose, let God take over and let him lead me. And I did that. So, yeah. What was that meeting like with Coach Houston kind of before today when he set all you guys down and talked to you before? Uh, it was like, it was like you know, I was just thinking back to, like, when we had, like, our team meetings and stuff. It kind of it kind of gave me back that vibe. But, you know, it, you know we was all in there laughing and, and stuff because it was like, man, God, dog, you know, we, we're not players. We're not no players here anymore. So that's how I kind of felt. And we just cherished that moment and we laughed it off, you know. Does this almost feel like a separate graduation moment for you in a way? Yeah, it actually it actually does. Like now I'm officially graduating from you know, East Carolina football, you know. Um, my heart will always be here, but that's how I feel. Like I graduated in the classroom, now I'm graduating on the field, pro day. So yeah. What's next for you, Bruce? You know, what, what, where do you go from here? Shoot, hopefully the NFL. You know, I got a lot of faith in that. Um, that's been my dream. You know, growing up, but you know, whatever God got in got in store for me. With these other pro leagues like USFL and uh, you know Canada as an option, are you interested in any other options other than NFL? Uh, I love playing football, so you know, I, I obviously want to you know pursue my my dream of going to the NFL. Like I never knew of those, I never knew of those other leagues growing up, but you know, I've always wanted to go to the NFL, so that's kind of where my heart is and where my mind is, but whatever God got in store, I'm willing to take on that. All right, there is Bruce Bivens. Great to hear from him throughout the season and hear from him him earlier today out at ECU Pro Day. Let's hear from uh, one more, and uh, DJ Ford, a Pirate Radio athlete from last season, and he looked good out there today as well, we caught up with DJ after uh, the Pro Day festivities. Here's how it sounded. DJ, start with uh, how your performance was today from your opinion and what you saw out there. Um, I feel pretty good about my performance today. Um, I've been training hard for the last few months, so it's excited to finally come out and get to showcase my abilities. It's almost like your entire football life leads up to, you know, a 40-yard dash and some other drills. What's that kind of like putting so much pressure on one day? Uh, it's a different feeling for sure. Like, nerves are all over the place. You just got to remind yourself just – Calm down and run. You know how to run. So, where do you go from here? Where's what's the next opportunity? How do you break through after this ECU Pro Day to try and get an opportunity to have an opportunity? I'm still trying to figure that part out uh, from here. I guess we'll see what teams I talk to. Uh, just get back to training, get back to work, make sure I'm ready for whatever team hits me up, so I can get into a camp and try to prove myself. While you're doing all these drills and things today, were you able to get any feedback from the scouts that are watching you, any input from them? Uh, yes, sir. I asked a couple guys what they thought, and they told me that they felt like I moved really well for a guy my size, my, my stature, my height, and everything. Uh, there was no lag in my movements like they, they tend to see sometimes with a guy that's tall, so I felt good about that. DJ, any idea what you ran in the 40 or were you happy with that? Um, I have no idea what I ran. I feel like my first one. My first step wasn't the best. Clean that up on the second one, so I'll be excited to see what they say. 
All right, there's DJ Ford, and I think DJ will be looked back upon fondly amongst Pirate fans because we've talked over the years about these transfers that come in and these grad transfers, and we see them. They come from these big schools, and it never seems to never work out. DJ was not an all-conference guy or all-American guy, but very solid and really helped Blake Harrell's defense uh, put together a, a very solid uh, 20 21 season and uh also i'll remember him just because he was one of the most respectful mature polite guys we've uh had join us in the pirate radio studios so i'm a, i'm a big dj ford fan and it, look he's got the body for it the size for it sounds like he impressed some scouts today so he's a guy i would not be shocked at all to see sign an undrafted uh free agent deal well yeah and dj like you said did look good today but you got to think about this too the the he was a veteran he had been at carolina for years now he was a veteran in, in college football and uh, he's going to help the development of guys like tegan wilk and sean Dorso yeah. and those guys in the db room uh and you know when we see them succeed this year we got to think about you know the impact that dj four came came in here was able to help develop these guys so, you remember mike houston was calling him a leader right away like last right, yeah. spring right off the bat yeah we didn't even know who he was yeah so uh i think uh that one year he was here will will pay dividends for this ecu football team speaking of football shirley and you're you're fond of the late 80s uh early 90s uh, the eagles the philadelphia eagles put out a tweet that said go birds and it says coming 2023 and it's got the randall yeah Cunningham, the kelly green ones. kelly green is that i was trying to think of the green kelly green those old classic randall cunningham eagles jersey so i guess that means is that are they going to go to them full-time next year i don't know but. well they they probably will integrate them into their you know how like uh the steelers have their bumblebee uniforms yeah. that they will wear from time to time or as i like to call them the bumblebee uniforms uh tampa bay is even bringing back the creamsicle uniforms nice they've they've decided to to do that is it this year or maybe it's 2023 where you can have your second helmet uh maybe that's what it is yeah um so it's a possibility i just know that i read that um that they were bringing back the uh the throwback creamsicle uniforms i just don't know exactly when but uh which i find you know to be quite entertaining teams can add the second helmet in 2022 so we're gonna see some creamsicle bucks we're gonna see uh some funky looking uniforms now, out there the houston oilers who did they become the titans okay so the titans so do the titans go to the throwback oilers uniforms? chris johnson wore those and uh with the white helmets and oh yeah awesome so yeah i'm saying uh, i'm thinking the titans bring those back for this year okay so the ravens used to be well they're the well no they're yeah they were the browns so they can't go back to the browns. okay they can't go back to the browns <laughs> no uh the Colts were the Baltimore Colts, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. Okay. Which I That's think they what had I'm getting. Similar helmets and yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I was trying to think of what was that one that they just packed up in the middle of the night and just took off. But that that was the Browns then. They or that they was the first... Colts going to Indy. I want to say the Browns didn't really just pack up and leave. That was announced. Okay, I think it so was, it was the, the Baltimore Colts that packed up and left. Okay, that's I, I was trying to remember which one it was because everybody was so up in arms about they had trucks underneath the stadium yeah. and they just packed up their stuff and just took off. We'll see the uh, is it the Packers that wear those dark blue helmets? Uh, their throwbacks, I want to say. I know that they have a set of helmets that are plain yellow. 
yeah they wear those the bears will probably rock some plain blue so uh i like it let's uh, let's add a little I, flavor I don't mind going back to some of the old throwbacks i mean yeah. except for your expansion teams which you don't necessarily have that much of a throwback on so it. the panthers have always had a silver helmet a gray helmet right Chandler? yeah so uh they need to go to either a have they worn a black helmet in a game no the only thing we've changed really with the look of the franchise is the logo the, and that's changed font, a very little bit, right? Very little with the Panther head and then the font of Carolina Panthers. Yeah. So, so there you go with a change. like? Do you go with like a black helmet with so. a silver, with a I, silver outlined, uh, or do you, you go with a plain white with the black Panther on it? And then you wear black jerseys and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they all black. But if everything. you wanted to do like a retro type deal, I'd say just go. Yeah, do, but, do something similar to what you had in the 90s i mean there won't be much change but it's a throwback i mean and there's not much of a throwback in the i mean the panthers are only been in the league what this is their 27th about to be the 94 28, or 5 year. yeah mm-hmm. uh so not much of a history i mean i guess you could say there is a history but not enough to throw it back like a, like the buccaneers or you know the titans with the oilers or you know someone like that i would love to see well because see the browns haven't changed their uniforms like in forever so you can't really necessarily do a throwback with them but i would love to see some of the other teams go back to some of their you know throwback uniforms the redskins had some badass ones i don't know if they'll break out anymore but when they had the burgundy with the spear on the helmet oh yeah yeah i remember it was like the o2 season i want to say with spurrier we will break those out and the team was crappy but those uniforms are awesome uh what a timely conversation redbeard notifies us that 38 years ago today the baltimore colts franchise packed up the entire facility and left to move to indianapolis in the middle of the night so 38 years ago on the day they packed up their stuff yeah and bolted we're out of here they ghosted the city of baltimore we're off to indy all right, let's uh, open up the booty bag here on a. Woo! Oh, sorry, yeah. Booty, That's a lot of booty. Yeah, that booty has some bass to it. All right, what are we giving away today? Um, hold on one second. Let me grab my sheet so I can see what we got in the booty bag. Let's go with a large two-topping pizza, courtesy of Domino's. All right, what color are we looking for? I'm gonna go with color six. 317-1250. You can be a winner right now. 317-1250. We're back with more on Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show and congratulations to Preston Morgan of Winterville. Picked up a large two-topping pizza courtesy of Domino's. Domino's of Greenville has three locations to take care of you. Every day, all three topping pizzas are only $7.99 each for carryout only. Order online today at dominoes.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All righty, Jacob Jenkins Coward hit one high. He hit one far. He hit one deep. And he hit one that was caught at the wall. 
in right center field in East Carolina after an Agnos fly ball to right will go down one, two, three in the bottom of the fourth. A total burgly. It was a burgly. A burgly in right center field. And a great catch by the center fielder. If he doesn't catch it, it might go over. If not, it'll hit the top of the fence. And JC is hitting. He's seeing the ball really well right now. Yeah. It is 2 nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. 2 nothing. NC State in the fourth inning on your Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck. The Buck. I, I love I, – I'm following ECU baseball on Twitter and, uh, of course, you know, for, for the updates. But uh, the, in uh, reference to the uh, J.C. long fly ball, they simply just said, bruh. Yeah, the ECU baseball Twitter has uh, gotten hip. Yeah, they've gotten pretty hip, I, I have to say. I'm and enjoying they're, it. They're, uh, it's like the, uh, the meme of Steve Buscemi in the school – hello fellow kids whatever yeah hello fellow whippersnappers (laughs) it's kind of gotten like that so uh nc state with the lead here in the fourth headed to the fifth fifth uh today catching you up on news brandon suggs has entered the transfer portal gone thank you for everyone who reached out to me to uh see how i felt jesus like a death it was funny because well, I saw it. I saw it. you guys were at Pro Day. Chandler, uh, you go ahead, but yeah. Uh, so you guys were at Pro Day. I just happened to see it pop up on my Twitter feed, and I immediately said, "Oh no!" And Jonathan was in his office, and I walked in and I said, "Jonathan," I was like, "Brandon Suggs just entered the transfer portal." He's like, "Oh God, go text Clip, make sure he's okay." Well. <laughs> um and this guy this guy justin bear uh, formerly of ecu athletics he don't know anything i think he just wanted to be the one to give me bad news because at 11 42 a.m he said i'm sorry for your loss remember this chandler i'm riding uh, in the candy coated grim reaper jeep yes sir baby you. uh we're in the wrangler and uh i said who did i lose and he said brandon suggs entered the portal and that was the first I'd heard of it. Then I went to Twitter and saw it was real. And I don't want it to be real, but sometimes, folks, real life is tough. No cap. You gotta, you gotta. Well, it's like that old saying, you know. No cap. If loving you was wrong, I don't want to be right. How's that like this? I was just, <laughs> I was reaching for a joke there and completely whiffed. Well, if loving Brandon Suggs is wrong, I don't I mean, want to be right. Yeah, yeah. And you know who I blame for this? you people all of you chandler you're part of it everybody who was not on the the suggs bandwagon from the start like i was because there's a lot of people today oh he's leaving oh he's selfish oh this is terrible i wish he would stay they're the same people that were trashing him early in his career and you know what those were the same people you left on the dock as you were driving away in the sug boat? Yeah, and I honestly, I saw Chad said this wouldn't have happened if you'd have let me on the boat. I disagree. I think my problem was I let too many people on the boat because really I was the only one that deserved to be on it, looking back. Well, to be honest with you, Chandler, that video idea you had earlier today, I really wish we could have done that. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I thought about was the, the scene in Titanic when the guys playing the violin were like gentlemen 
It's been a pleasure playing with you tonight. <laughs> and it's like and they're superimposing all the they people in the Sugboat's faces. I can't remember the hymn they sang, uh, they played on the violin, but yeah. they they played it, and then it shows the captain of the Titanic like in his station in his room the water's filling up and he's basically going down with the ship i said that you put clip's head on his face uh you had somebody like closing a clock or something stopping the clock stopping the clock like uh this is the final time you know i said put john moody's face on there because he's a part of the sub boat oh man what a day what a uh what a tough day there was a scene where it's the mother and the daughter laying in the bed put john moody's Moody's daughter's face (laughs) on that yeah yeah Ah, uh, yeah, to all the uh, the Sugboat people out there, tough day, but uh, we'll get through it, and look, we hope, uh, I saw where somebody had commented earlier, we gotta, we gotta get Felton back here and go ahead and give him a name and everything, but Chandler, you're already operating the Felt Belt. Yeah, Felt Belt is, it, it, it's being constructed right now, yeah. and it will be ready to ride uh, come October, so if you want to be a part of the Felt Belt so Hop is on this now oh, oh, okay I reserve to, your spot because there ain't gonna be many it's oh. a conveyor belt oh a conveyor belt yep. okay because i'm thinking i felt but not you like around the waist but yeah that's yeah. what i was no, no, thinking no, no. It's you're just riding moving. the conveyor belt and it and never it, stops it never stops it just keeps it's on like going a little it's like those um if you ever been to the airport they have those little things where you it's kind of like an escalator but not an escalator it's like like a the literal conveyor belt. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. You physically stand on it, and you just... It's like uh, a conveyor belt, but you're standing oh, at, on it. Like at the airport, like you That's said. That's what I said. The yeah, felt yeah, belt. Yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Think about the uh, famous scene from I Love Lucy where they got the chocolates, and it just keeps piling up. It never stops, and it just keeps going faster and faster. That's the felt belt. Uh, should we take this break? No, it's too close. <laughs> All right. Well, nah. I'm sorry. We over-talked our break. Uh, East Carolina down... Two nothing. Oh, did they call that runner out? Are they, they reviewing called, it? They're reviewing oh, okay. it. Okay, he's going to be safe. Yeah, because I I really thought he had. Moylan took an underhanded toss to uh, who is pitching out there? Is it the real deal, Danny Bill? Still in? He is safe. Yeah, no, Danny's not in. It's forty six. Uh, oh, Trey Savage came in. Yeah, safe. So they called him safe, but yeah, because Moylan what? they called him safe. What? Safe. Safe. Oh safe. no! Wait. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you, Thank you, Corey. I I was too busy with trying to. <laughs> I like that you just kept answering me. She was, she was like, "Safe, safe." Yeah, Why can't safe. you hear me? I'm saying safe, safe. safe. You know, he's, he's safe. What, he's what, Shirley? Safe. safe. He's safe. Yeah. Sorry. Right. And he is indeed safe. Uh, no outs. Top five. NC State batting up two nothing over at Clark Leclerc. You going out there, Chandler? Yeah, I think I'm gonna uh, walk out there. All right. I'm going to heat up my old bones at home. I'm still cold from this morning. I have a chiropractor appointment, so I'm just going to listen to the Is that a euphemism? No. <laughs> okay. It's not a euphemism. I literally have a chiropractor you gotta appointment. You got to get that back right? Yeah, I have to have You know, all you gotta these You got to get ye- back right. Yeah, I got to get back right. No, all these years of playing ball, you know, yeah. it does a number on your back, and you every like, once in a while you need an adjustment. Are you like Larry Bird now in the dugout? You uh, lay down on your stomach like Larry had to lay on the bench. No, at I don't the end have of to do. Career. Yeah, I don't. I don't have to do that. At least not yet. Well, uh, Thursday we're gonna need you to back that thing up when we. <laughs> 
have our David Price Construction countdown to kickoff. We'll My hard hat a, is ready. All right. We'll also have a new segment in uh, Thursday's show, too. Get uh, Oh, is that coming this Thursday? This, it will kick off this Thursday, and we'll also have a little giveaway for you as well, so stay tuned for that. What are you Ooh. pissed off about in the world of sports? We'll, Get ready for Thursday. We'll let you uh, let the rage out, uh, so be ready with your rants and your B-words. And your moans. And your moans. Your bees and moans. All right, we'll see you Wednesday, 3 o'clock, on an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, and the crew. I'm Cliff Brock. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.